Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. I've got 99 problems with Western Propaganda 8-1. My name is Dylan. My name is Victim. And I'm Rick. So Sarge is with us, but he's like in the bathroom. Yeah, he had to run right before we, right before yeah. we started recording. Which is partly you know, why I, I made that joke, because now he has to watch the episode to hear it. <laughs> and I'm not going to bring it up again. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think every other time uh, I'm on an episode, I'm going to alternate between uh, Skuma Dealer and Rick. That's funny. There you go. Just to... Just to annoy the audio only <laughs> listeners. Sarge the- tagged you on Discord. He says he can hear you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That makes it well, even funnier. One might say that Sarge is shitposting right now. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. So, uh, also, props to Jitsi for whatever fucking update they did. Because, like, I used to have to, and if you're listening, which is most of you, in the VOD or if you're watching live um, when you saw this. Uh, you'll notice that when we do the the live recording, we record in Jitsi Meet, which is a free and open source like video conferencing. Um, if you're familiar with the Brave web browser, the Brave video chats is the same thing. They they pay a company that funds Jitsi, and so they got their own brand name on it. But it's the same fucking thing. I don't know if you knew that. That's not illegal. That or sketchy. That's just a partnership. Um, but anybody can install Jitsi uh, and. The, I used to have to, like, use OBS and make cutouts of everyone's little webcam square and, like, arrange them on my OBS because the default was really ugly. <laughs> but um, after some kind of update, like, it looks way fucking better. Like, the stream, uh, it's still got black borders around the webcams. Actually, you know what? I could probably fix it. I know we just started recording, but I'm going to fucking try because I think that's pretty neat. I'm going to... Well, we can keep talking. You can, yeah, you can chroma... Or not chroma, yeah. fuck, uh, crop it out. I don't know why chroma was the word that came to fucking mind. I'm going to crop oh, no. the black bars out. I'm going to drag this to the top right corner, and I'm going to make it a little bit bigger. Hey, you want a uh, shoehorned... Yeah, there uh, we go. You, you want a shoehorned segue? I'm sure there's an anime with chroma in the title, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to mention the uh, crunchy Death Star. Oh yeah, yeah. You want to start with that? Yeah, yeah. I figured it's pretty so, innocuous, and what are you uh, about? I doubt what's, Sarge what's, has any opinions on it. What is Crunchy Death Star? You got to tell me. Okay, well, so it happened a couple years ago. Well, the planning for the fully armed and operational anime uh, station came out a few years. What two is this years about ago, the merger then? between Crunchyroll and Funimation? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, but it's finally happening. Like in force, um, the only thing that's remaining on Funimation right now, to my knowledge, are the shows that are currently coming out for Funimation, like this season, maybe next season so, too. I don't know. For the sake of um, you know, the people binge watching our show in 2040 and the uh, you know the internet archivists of the 2100s, uh, we should probably explain <laughs> what these two things are. Okay, uh, so there were <laughs> there were two anime sta- uh, stations here in the West. I'm calling them stations on purpose. I know that somebody's spinning right now listening to this. Uh, <laughs> streaming services! <laughs> but I'm calling them stations for a reason, because it fundamentally makes way more sense than calling them streaming services. Those of us who are old enough to remember cable, I'm not going to get into that for our 2100 viewers. I, we, had <laughs> a strip of, we had a strip of cable the other night, one of the nights <laughs> that I missed the, the, the podcast, actually. Not that cable, Vic. No, 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 that, that specific kind of cable. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyways, for but we called them stations different channel stations they don't make television programming like that anymore so anyways the (laughs) the crunchy roll and funimation merger uh fun or sony bought uh which one 
Vic? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I think they bought both of them actually. Just yeah, they times. bought both of them, but I meant recently. So they had mm. Crunchyroll before. Right? I think they, they bought one bought before the other. Oh, I think it was Crunchyroll that they recently bought actually. I could be wrong on that. I think it was Crunchyroll. Well, anyways, like a year or two years ago, uh, Sony acquired the second of the yeah. streamers, and uh, so this year, in, starting March first in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. Um, they decided that, you know what, we don't need two streaming services. So I guess the Funimation lost the knife fight to the death. And uh, Crunchyroll absorbed them like their uh, slime anime. I mean, to be fair, uh, I don't know if any layoffs or anything happened. Uh, I'm assuming they probably did. They don't need both companies, probably. Um, But we didn't need Funimation around anymore, in all honesty. They, They were so obsolete at this point. Yeah, Funimation really just seemed to fuel away a lot of the high-quality uh, shows. Yeah, and then on top of that, I mean, there's, there's the argument to be made about, you know, uh, like a monopoly and whatnot. But I mean, I... Netflix I have... and Amazon exist now, and they're both yeah. doing anime, so, like, it's not quite that big a deal. I would have considered it a monopoly probably five years ago. But Oh, yeah, if this happened, like, five, maybe six, right, seven years ago, it would have been a bigger it. deal, probably. But, but now yeah, it's just a, it's just a good thing now, because <laughs> then you had Hulu, which was just Funimation Light, the shows yep. that Funimation mm-hmm. decreed could exist over there. There was a couple like uh, Hulu had some Gundam and they had JoJo's and I, I remember they, they had, had Cowboy for a bit. Yeah, they had most of the hot '90s anime like uh, Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, yeah. Cowboy yeah. Bebop just moved over to Crunchyroll. That's actually when I noticed this. I was uh, doing my weekly watches. And I was like, new to Crunchyroll, Cowboy Bebop. What is yep. this? <laughs> There's a bunch of English dub that just fucking rolled in, and they're they're proposing it's new to Crunchyroll, even though it's been on Crunchyroll, just not dubbed. Rick, you watch Cowboy Bebop every week? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's making up for me. I, yeah, he's making up for Victim, who hasn't finished it. No, one, one of these days I will. I don't know. No, I'll probably put it I up liked on my it. second. Yeah, it'll just... probably go up on my second monitor uh, when I'm just chilling at my computer. I... I'm watching dubs of anime that I was like, eh, before, but now I can put it on my second monitor and kind of only halfway watch it. The best way to watch dubs. Or when you're lying like five light years away from your TV and you can't read the subs. Perfect. I don't have a TV. Um, One of these days, well, uh, don't I say be surprised. TV, it's, it's, it doubles as my second monitor. Don't be surprised <laughs> if I gift you a projector. <laughs> yeah like one of those like cool like zoomer like like new age like box projectors that they if they i get a projector for. dylan i will go to the nines and set it up properly okay <laughs> thank you don't don't make it look like a classroom presentation please i'm so tempted <laughs> speaking of gift giving I, I have another story but are we done with Crunchyroll? like is there more to it like uh the big scary mergers honestly, happening like sony is an unreliable owner so no, I, I, I would mean, just say the conclusion to it all is that it's it's ultimately a good thing. I don't know. I don't know anyone who's saying it's a bad thing. I'm sure yeah. someone is somewhere. But oh yeah, I'm sure there's somebody screaming about uh, you know monopoly. But again, oh uh, less less com- competition, blah blah blah, and they forget Netflix, Amazon, and like a anything, couple other studio er, uh, services exist. Yeah, it also got better mm-hmm. for people that already own Crunchyroll like accounts because they didn't do any upgrade. Like updates. See, there's that echo oh, shit again. I bet Sarge it's is back at his through. desk. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, How old he is? <laughs> okay. So um, the 
but yeah, they they're not raising prices, at least not yet. So maybe they will eventually, but as it stands, you're just getting another. I think somebody said it's sixteen hundred hours of anime for yep. no extra cost. Yeah, so some people see it as an absolute win. I see it as a, a, something to be concerned about because Sony has a record of like censoring, censoring. I don't oh, know, censor is the wrong word, but like th- they have a history of like suppressing um, like anime titties in video games. I feel like they reeled back on that a little bit, especially Did since they, though, because like, ever since Devil May Cry Five and what uh, how egregious that was, it was literally like. The outline of a girl's ass that they decided to put a bright light over. Everyone's like, "What the fuck is your problem, Sony?" Like, like, yeah, like a J.J. Off. Abrams movie. Like, what the fuck? Is yeah, that? exactly. <laughs> and I, I feel like while they still probably are willing and want to do that kind of stuff, I feel like they're a bit weary about it now because mm. I know the fans are just gonna tear them to shit. Yeah. Also, a lot of the anime that uh, even the sexy anime do a good job of covering up tastefully. Nowadays, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. because. They just want to be a, more marketable to a larger audience. Like Crunchyroll's not going to put you up if you got uh, bobs and vagines all over the place. It's just yeah, not going to happen. You're not going to see like a hog and eye anymore in, in today's day, you, even out of Japan, unless it's like a full blown hentai. Yeah, no, so, I, do, I don't even think Seki Ray would get public no. again today. And, and for for the record, hog and I was I think it was actually based on like a visual novel that was pretty much that. But didn't Funimation was, start dubbing interspecies reviewers? What a bad idea yeah. that was. Like, I but get it, that. You know I understand you know Sony really doesn't funny? want that. That's obviously That's over the fair. Way. But you know what's really funny about that? They actually have shows that are worse in different areas that they have dubbed and are still, you can go find on their website. But not, not even that. Ishizoku, or sorry, Interspecies Reviewers. Um, my, my weed was coming out of me. Don't worry about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. The, uh, the, the manga wasn't. It wasn't even that bad. At, at worst, it showed a couple boobs here and there. There's a, a I, I think it's Taiwanese. Thank God we don't. <laughs> thank God I can say that. Um, <laughs> there's a Taiwanese edit or or like a version of the show that's that's zoomed out and fully uncensored. Yeah, well, you know, like it's, it's a full blown hentai. Not even an you can't even call that an anime anymore. Like we're talking like full blown like penetration and shit. Right. Like well, so- don't worry, it's no worse than sports. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understood that reference. So, um, I, I get that Sony, like, and I'm not saying that Sony needs to allow that kind of stuff because obviously yeah, exactly. it already wasn't flying, right? It's just you know Sony has a recent in the recent year history on PlayStation of like the Devil May Cry censoring. There's also a bunch of like you know like weeb anime games with 2D art that have various censorings uh, versus the Nintendo Switch counterpart, which is so backwards to me. I would expect yeah. Nintendo to be the one saying, you know, don't do this or that, but they apparently only have that standard for their first party games like Smash Bros. Yeah, I think I, I think I told you about it. There's a, a game that just came out a couple months ago that I think it's like I want to say it's called Night Esquire. I might be wrong on that. But it was like a weird visual novel like type game and I was looking at it I'm like, "Oh, this looks kind of cool. Like, you know, you can get it on the Switch. Oh, cool." And then I, I, as I'm further reading down the line, it's a it, it's it's your every average visual novel. The entire point of courting these women is to see them have sex with you later on down mm-hmm. the road. I'm like, this is oh, on the yeah. fucking switch. What the fuck? Yeah. So I'm assuming it's censored in some fashion, but apparently the scenes aren't removed. It's just bizarre to me told. that you know Nintendo for their first party games, they'll be like, hey, you need to give like Pyra and Mithra more leggings. Uh, but here comes Kirby giving sloppy toppy to a car. Like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and you know, people, you, you know, everyone around the world is making those jokes. Japan probably more than everyone else. 
Nintendo, so, a family company. Also yeah. Nintendo. I, I gotta give props, though. <laughs> also to... Nintendo. We want Bayonetta on our system exclusively. <laughs> I, I gotta give some props to Nintendo for... Or, sorry, not Nintendo. Monolith Soft for when they yep. updated the Pyro and Mithra designs. Uh, or Homura and Hikari, if you're a weeb. Um, they updated their designs uh, to be in Smash, and then they added those to the game as free DLC, and they're kind of, like, more attractive. Like they they aren't I, they aren't wearing like hijabis right like no they yeah, they look yeah. good right I feel like we've had this conversation before we have and we probably shouldn't dwell yeah, on censorship it isn't an inherently bad thing it can be done tastefully and right I always hated like I think there used to be a YouTube channel it was all dedicated to like documenting it and then throwing a giant hissy fit about it and it's like half the time it was like this is just like they like made her have her collar stretch a little bit further so you don't see like the full top of her boobs it's like whoop de doo <laughs> oh no camera angle the camera a bit more i got my guy i don't know uh i'm happy with the state of things overall right now yeah like as far as like my media is concerned so overall <laughs> we were talking earlier about maybe giving you a projector right um yep. uh-huh. so i wanted to talk about another gift so uh, okay a mutual friend of I, I want to say the channel, but we're not a YouTuber, and that's weird. Uh, we're a yeah. podcast. A friend of the pod. An old friend of mine, right? Goes by Cube Cheat or Stealth in a couple different places. We've had him on the show before. We talked about D&D. I know this man in real life. Um, I got him this bad boy. I want to show it to you. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, you might want to go to the VOD. I, I know I keep saying that, and I know you're not going to watch it. But uh, <laughs> we could say what it is. So I, we will it. describe it uh, very carefully. So this is an Ambernick 280V. This, well, it's a big white box that I'm about to open in front of you. Um, the big white box. So, oh, inside. Big white boxes. Oh, big white boxes. So, inside this bad boy, let me just take it out. I, I carefully, like, keep it in the packaging because I, I did take it out and I did set it up ahead of time. It appears to be a multi-ROM handheld console. Ah, you can use Google. Uh, so No, no, I saw the box and saw the buttons and was like, oh, I wonder what that could be. I yeah. wonder what that could be. So To be fair, that's where my brain went to. Well, you're right. So yeah. that screen is way bigger than I thought. So, uh... In the chat, Dad says that these these emulators, yes, it's made in yes, it is made in China. No, it did not come with any games. It has two little ports uh, for SD card. I don't think the light will show. Uh, right there, one is for the China is inescapable in this day and age, and I, I hate know. it. But whatever. To be honest, that's China the number one best version. So you can it boots customize up. it. Yeah, so it boots up. So you don't have to scroll through seven million. Games very customized. It's cool. I'll, I'll yeah, I have every SNES game, but I only play three of them. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, I. That's what I liked about PSP emulation. The same fucking thing. So if I go back, so the, the UI is pretty cool. Like you can kind of see this in the webcam view. Like it's kind of glossy, so it's kind of hard to see. But like you just go up and down. Like here's the Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, PlayStation. Uh, that's all I gave them because those were the only ROMs I had that were compatible. Obviously, there's no joysticks on this, so it's basically PS1 and before, right? Because it's got... <laughs> Does it have an HDMI port on it's it? It's got a USB-C, <laughs> which is just as good, honestly. If you... Oh, okay, yeah. That's so <laughs> You could definitely get a uh, like a mobile controller yeah. that plugs USB-C. Exactly. Yeah, I think even like joysticks. projectors from like 10 years ago have USB slots on them now. So, so. All right, it, a friend of mine now. gave me a ROM archive, right? So I basically loaded this thing, which is a 128 gig fucking stick. I, I put a, a, new, a new SanDisk in there. 
and I gave him 139 NES games, 786 Super Nintendo games, and then I think about 60 PlayStation games. I'm not sure because the count for the PlayStation games are wrong, is wrong because, um, what's it called? Um, it's like multiple part files, and they're all in one folder. Oh, so, <laughs> so like if you had... Final Fantasy VII, it counts as three games? Yeah, because there's like... Yeah. No, no, not, I'm talking about single disc games. There's like a bunch of .bin files, oh. and then there's a single .q file that you're supposed to execute. Right? Uh, I got you. You got have you. to have them all, but uh, they're each individually counted as a game. So that he can figure that out on his own. It's a gift for his birthday. I mean, that's relatively easy. I've known him for like 14 years, so it's like, you know, I'm going to get you a out. nice gift because I have money and you don't. <laughs> yeah so i guess a, a quick story on that because we're talking about emulation i i've had to emulate a lot of shit for streaming mm-hmm. um kind of your it's kind of your niche but... and i i like it Excuse me. yeah um and while you know i wouldn't say i'm computer illiterate i'm definitely not a software guy though i'm more about more on the hardware end and even then i'm still not the greatest but the point is is that i've i had a fucking trying to figure out how to emulate things mm-hmm. without any information and then trying to dig through like old dead sites to find that information half the time. Like, I think over the course of emulation, they've used different file formats. They've used different ways of, of compiling them and compressing yeah, them. Yeah, and there's and also competing emulators. Like, not so much in the Nintendo space, but for like, for the PlayStation, there's all kinds of like drama yep. between developers. Like, like Duck Station like and Duck what Station is it, ESPX? And Swan Station, yeah. That too. Yeah, it's just like. It, it was it was a nightmare, but then once you figure it out and once you learn it, it's like it fucking sticks with you. I think I think the po- the point mm-hmm. of the what I was getting at is how much I had to do, how much digging. I ended up like committing big, it to memory right? because I was afraid if I lost it, I wouldn't right. fucking be able to find it again. And it's it's a little bit of a learning curve because it's like I need BIOS files, so you got to acquire those. Yep. Once you figure it out, it's not hard, and you'll kick yourself in the leg like, oh wow, that was easy. Why did I think this yeah. is hard? I, I even don't figured know. out how to pull it out of my PS2. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I didn't because I don't have the hardware to do it. I'm pretty certain. I forget uh-huh. exactly what that all entailed now because I didn't do it. But right, and uh, that was I, I was at a point where I was that. just like, "Oh, it's legal if I do this." Ah, fuck. All right, let's do that. I mean, I own a PS2. I can prove I own a PS2, so I don't think it's illegal, anyways. But point. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. No, I get not like anyone would ever hit me, but you just got to cover your ass when you're on Twitch, right? So. Oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like um, N64 emulator is pretty shitty. Uh, so what what's next in the emulator career of streaming? victim uh back to ps1 uh i want to do threads of fate, threads of fate. Uh, an old action rpg that i think like zero people have ever heard of but i had a demo disc for it when i was a kid if, you, if <laughs> anyone remembers demo discs hmm. um and i was super yeah, sad that we could never find it. it it was never ever anywhere couldn't find it Dude, so i'm gonna emulate that bitch i need to okay. find like an archive of like old ps1 demo discs just the demo discs i want those isos like it's so <laughs> yeah. nostalgic like so I'll tell the story. Again. I think there is a demo disc collection site. Out there I need to find to... it. I want it. So let me tell you a story. So I think I might've told this to you victim. I know I definitely told it to you, Rick, cause you've been on the last couple episodes and Sarge, you've been missing. So yeah. I, this might be a repeat for the listeners, but that's okay. So they'll live not very long ago. I turned 30, right? I had a birthday and <gasps> I know I'm ancient. I know. He's now. ancient. <laughs> I could feel the gray hairs. You crossed the line. I know. <laughs> Give me the white monsters. Uh, anyway, um, so the white monsters. <laughs> uh, Boomer juice. On my birthday, uh, it was on Friday, and my friend group, my local friend group, which most of them are in our Discord, um, 
they have this thing they call it fight night, right? Where everyone goes over to Jordan's house and we play fighting games. And I told Jordan, you know, I'll go, but it's my birthday. And he's like, oh, bring whatever you want. We'll play that. I was like, all right. I, I need brought to put my a disclaimer here I, I, for uh, well, everybody for else real quick. Oh, he says fighting games and you're thinking like PlayStation and stuff, but this is just Fight Club. No. With extra. <laughs> no. no, because we don't talk they, about that. Exactly. Where they incentivize things. Oh, I see Irony has made an appearance to call you old in the chat. Yeah. Ooh. I got black. Yeah, where are you going to be? What's that saying with her, though? She's dating, uh, or married, wait. sorry, married <laughs> to an old, an old Hold man. Up. <laughs> Hold on. I um, corrected myself. Huh? Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm older. I will fight you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know anything. I had to about a response. <laughs> That's funny. So, so hear me out. On my birthday, uh, they were like, "Bring whatever," and I brought my Xbox. Which, as you know, the only reason I even bought the Xbox, I never owned an Xbox before. I mean, that's not true. My dad had one when I was young, uh, the first one, right? Um, but my parent, like like all millennials, I, I don't think, I don't know, and, and am I crazy? But I don't know a single millennial that has both, um, uh. Their parents are together, and they have a good relationship with their parents. It's always one or neither. So, um, yeah, I, I am. In a, I have a great relationship agree. with both my parents. They separated when I was ten. <laughs> there you go. Like most millennials. Uh, so, my dad had got his hands on the original Xbox whenever that came out. I was a teenager. Whatever. Um, that was cool. I played Halo with him. I played Metal Gear Solid Two, first Metal Gear game I ever played. That was quite the rabbit hole I went down after that. Um, <laughs> Metal Gear? I know. And, and starting with the second one, what what uh, you you think I wouldn't pick up the series, but I did. Um, eh, I'd say Metal Gear Solid 2 is a better starting point because it starts so low with honestly, such a crappy hero. Also, the hero in Metal Gear Solid 2 asks a bunch of stupid questions that everyone that plays Metal Gear Solid 1 hates, but I was like, thank you. I don't understand what's going on. You're asking all the right yeah. fucking questions right now, Mr. Raiden. The rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Is honestly kind of the reason we all exist in this format. Yeah, because that, that rabbit hole led me to Metal Gear Online, which led me to my online presence. You can listen to our previous episodes for the abridged history. But the point is, is I fucking turned 30 because I'm fucking old. How old was I when I started this show? I don't know. 20-something. Fuck you! 20... I know. Yeah, like, yeah Sarge. Somewhere between 26 and 27. I know. I, I say I'm so old while both Sarge and Rick are older than me. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Hey, I wasn't going to bring it up. I was just going to call Sarge older, even though I think I'm older. Um, He's out here still. being like, which coffin do you want, guys? <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, uh, he leaves look. back. He's like, yeah, get that one for me. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. See, I'm going to look like I'm in my 20s Passes until I'm slide. in my 60s. And then I'm going to have fair. a cane and <laughs> just show up one day in a wheelchair. Isn't that and a stereotype? A <laughs> yeah, oh, you got because, that... yeah, it's the Asian genes. I was going to say, you got that uh, Japanese gene. Close. Uh, no, no, close, close. <laughs> We won't talk talk about it with my uh, with the Korean family. They, uh, I can't tell them that I watch anime. Well, <laughs> great betrayal. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to get into K dramas, I guess, to balance out. Yeah. No. Don't you just do listen that. to K-pop. Okay. What are you talking about? I mean, Hyuna is pretty hot. Fair. Old old K-pop's not that bad. New shits. I don't know. 
It's too much. Mm -hmm. BTS, Bro, I... No BTS for Vic? No. <laughs> no Blackpink? I don't have we talked about that? Well I mean No, it wasn't Blackpink. Who, who was Huna's group? I don't know. I don't she was in one for a little bit. Hayuna because Hayuna was in uh she was a solo Gondon artist style video. Right. And then yeah. I went down the Hayuna rabbit hole because Hayuna's hot. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... I don't know. I, I, I was into stuff <laughs> that came like uh what the fuck are they called? I think they were called Big Bang, if I recall correctly. I was, I mean, I was into it. I, I love that shit back then. Group. No, it wasn't all girls. It oh, was, uh, well, okay, it was an all that's... boys group. Oh, even... Mm, no, that's not better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I really liked it when I was younger. I just... I don't know. So, I don't think I grew out of it. I just don't like the new shit. Speaking oh, of no, degeneracy... I, let me get to the rest I'll of my story. I'll go on story. record oh, right, right. to we say that Lisa and Blackpink are the best. Go ahead, Sarge. Say it again. Say it again. Loud and proud. Lisa... From Blackpink, she has a solo career, and Blackpink are just—they just put out jams, kind of like Psy. Yeah, I do like his music. My my kids listen to it a lot. They don't know anything that he's saying, <laughs> but that's okay because it's it's a, it's a banger. <laughs> yeah, and hey, and he's a he's a straight up badass in the industry too. Yeah. His music videos are goofy he, too. Like it's kind of yeah, fun for the yeah. kids. I don't know if we talked about that, but he he's actually stood up against idol culture. He, was, like he that, stood uh, up there in solidarity with Huna when she now she had a boyfriend, which I know sounds fucking insane to our viewers, probably. Uh -huh. But like in in the terms of idol like shit like that, like K-pop, J-pop, or even just that shit in general, uh, that that's enough to have your whole career ruined and you not find a job ever again in in their world, which is fucking insane. But uh -huh. no, probably it, it's it's like that Kanye song where they're like, nobody knows what it means, but it gets the crowd going. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Hyuna yeah. and Don are currently engaged. <gasps> oh, nice. I know. Anyways, sorry. Back to Dylan. So I turned yeah. 30. Get this done. <laughs> I mean, she's 30 if that makes you feel better. <laughs> uh, I don't have I don't have Hyuna money, so I don't know if that makes me feel good. Fair, fair. But I don't look like nah, Hyuna either. So. <laughs> she's 92, <clears throat> Vic. There you go. So I turned 30, and I went to fight night. We've established what that is. I brought my Xbox, and if you listen to the previous episodes of the show, you'll know that I only bought the newest Xbox, which is a Series S, not the X. I couldn't get the X. I got it for two reasons. One, PS5 wasn't just wasn't fucking available. Two, uh, Sony wants to sell my childhood back to me. Uh, they really screwed the pooch on the backwards compatibility. Um, yeah, PS Now is a weird thing. It could get I'm better. I'm glad they're getting rid of it, though. Uh, so I bought an Xbox, and I got the developer account. And with a developer account, I can, w without voiding my warranty, by the way, um, without without voiding the warranty, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm trying to get back. Emulation. I can emulate without voiding my warranty. Yes, I have RetroArch installed in dev mode. And with RetroArch installed in dev mode, I brought my Xbox to Fight Night, and I subjected my friends to some... Uh, games that they did not want to play <laughs> like <laughs> thrill it kill birthday, you and leveraged it. <laughs> street fighter the movie the game <laughs> beautiful um fuck. Oh, i do remember talking Sarge. about this now though gundam battle assault uh arcana heart gundam battle assault's Evil fine Zone? if you've got all the unlocks oh but i didn't <laughs> fortunately i know so it's terrible <laughs> you just gotta pull out the old uh mitsurugi where you're just insanely good. I know. We didn't and play then... Soul Calibur that night, but we played Soul Calibur the next fight night, mostly for me, which was like super nice of them. Uh, because, um, and no, I don't play Mitsurugi. Uh, I, I could if I tried, but like. Get good. 
I, I play Siegfried, and uh, I... Mitsurugi is like the Mario fucking Soul Calibur. I sweep everyone. I feel everyone. like anyone can pick him up if they really uh, want to. I would say... Killick. Killick uh, is, the, is the title, like, not the title yeah. character, but he's the box art character. Yeah, yeah. but he's not really the I, Mario, though. He's I not, like, thinking, the middle ground character. I was thinking more uh, Yoshimitsu yeah. is more the, uh, yeah. the go-to. He's kind of hard to Yoshi... pick up. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's very difficult. Valdo, no, Dad, Dad, you're wrong. Taki is not best girl. Valdo is best girl. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so um, I disagree, but there you go. I look, fucking love Mitsurugi. Mitsurugi is the best main, so. because if you're actually good at the game, you can be super good. But if you're playing somebody who's just using super cheap tactics, you can just be like, no, this is Sparta, and just kick them. Just kick them off the repeatedly. arena. Repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. Yoshimitsu has kicks. that same kick, so I see where you're coming from, Sarge. But, like, there's way more depth to Yoshimitsu. I mean, every character's deep, right? But, like, Mitsurugi, I feel like, is a little bit easier to learn, like, the technical things. Whereas Yoshimitsu is just weird. Because... No. Now- the stances, though. I know. You switch Yoshimitsu. between stances mid-combo to hit this huge, monstrous thing. Like, yeah, it, he's... There's a reason back when the FGC was, like, trying to be a broader thing that Mitsurugi was one of those tier one, tier zero characters. Which and that's because was he this? was just absurd. Is it three? I, I assume it was because... Uh, PS4 one? Four. Sokaba 4. Wait. Or PS3 one. Yeah, four. P- PS3 I, or four. I don't right. know when they cut I think it was the the Yoshimitsu. So Yoshimitsu used to have... Oh, hold uh, on. Rick, your audio is quiet. Is the microphone away from oh. I mean, it shouldn't be. Is it it's better, better now. now. There you go. Okay, well, you, were saying, you were saying? Yeah, Yoshi... So, not Yoshimitsu. Mitsurugi used to, and I know, noticed he didn't have it anymore when uh, the last time I played at your house, um, have a, a one-hit kill. Um, so that was why people liked him so much, mm. much because Mitsurugi would turn it into a, uh, next hit wins match. He'd put away his fucking, uh, mm-hmm. sword and do the draw. And if he hit you, you died. It went through the block and everything because, you know, because Mitsurugi needed all the handicap he could get. Yep. And, Isn't that uh, the Seppuku that had like a no. zero range? Yeah, it has like no, no, no range. No. He still has that move, and it heals him if it lands a little yeah, bit. It but it does not that one good. tap people. No. Yeah, it doesn't one tap people anymore. But it also would turn it into a uh, like a old samurai movie because yeah. they yeah. hit you first, you went down. And it, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it was cool, but yeah, no, I understand why they've changed Mitsurugi to be far more bread and butter because mm-hmm. he's, he's good now. Like I mean, he's yeah. kind of good before, but he's like he's well thought through now. Yes. So, uh, also, full disclosure, I am, I used to be a Yoshimitsu main on Tekken. So, I, I am I am a big fan of Yoshimitsu, but not really in Soul Calibur. Like, well, it's a lot... He loses a lot of his charm in Soul Calibur when he's balanced out for the other characters. He's not... Yeah. He doesn't have as crazy of a moveset anymore, I don't think. So, it, in the chat, Dad points out that... Um, in Soul Calibur, he he button mashes with Siegfried, and you can kind of get yeah. away with that. But like, I play Siegfried and know how to play him. Like, so like, I am absolutely lethal on the battlefield. Like, Siegfried, Siegfried is my own. Like I will beat you one hundred and fifty percent of the time as Keelik. No way, we've had this fight before. I will <laughs> beat you one hundred and fifty percent of the time as Keelik, I... simply because I outrange you. I, I, really? In the newer ones, he outrange. 
in the newer ones, he doesn't outrange. Even people. in the older ones, I don't think he yeah, outrange. He, have... he matched range. No, he used to have the longest range, uh, Vic. He would uh, grip the very tip of his pole and, uh, and stab it out. Oh, stab okay. And then, but then like, you I, I know he was a new move, though. That was a single move. Right. Yes, then you combo that into the leg sweep that mm -hmm. bounces them off the ground. And if you're good, you can then use that bounce off the ground to just juggle. Like, Sarge's Keelik is lethal, don't get me wrong. But. Uh, I'd like to point out that Soul Calibur is a balanced game. And there, I don't yeah. believe in a thing called cheap tactics because if, if the game's not, like, poorly made, right, which most fighting games that are relevant are not poorly made. Uh, even, That's fair, yeah. Even Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat. I don't think the new Mortal Kombat's a good fighting game, but I love Mortal Kombat, right? Man, but, um, I bought Soul Calibur five recently because it was, like, five bucks, and I'm terrified to play it. Dude, you should have <laughs> waited for a sale on six. Six yeah. is yeah, five is pretty terrible. Six is pretty good. Five uh, I think it was like right before six came out, actually. But it was like five bucks and I was like, it's five dollars. Maybe they'll sell say, us uh rock back. Uh I am sad that uh Orb Girl didn't show up in six. It was I like the one thing too. they should have brought over from five. Well they've just played Minot in uh in uh Street Fighter Six or five. Like Yeah. That's what I do. a lot of characters <laughs> I wouldn't have brought back personally. Like um was it uh, Hildegard? I don't like her at all. Uh, oh, the spear and dagger lady. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Flag and dagger. Thank you. Flag and dagger. Yeah. Yeah. So I. And dagger. She was the. She She's was fun. the original like triple S tier, wasn't she? Like the one where like she could just body out people if you knew what you were doing. Um, I think I well, forget I mean, which game that was offhand. Now, obviously, that's changed over the years. Hula Hoop Girl, I think, was the first one. That yeah. Was, oh yeah, it, uh, the first game Maxi was uh, an insane uh, choice because he was the only character in the first game that could just straight up like go the whole time. Like every button was a combo because that's just the way you built a nunchuck man, I guess. Yeah, and it, he he was very uh noob friendly you could yeah. just button mash and be like 30 hit combo if you knew him it still looked like you were button mashing <laughs> when i first picked it up i was like nunchuck man and keelik and everybody was like you're just button mashing it was like no dude i i really have memorized all this but also Sarge, i get it there's four very important reasons why you need to play soul caliber 6 over soul caliber 5 right and it's because once you get the season pass or just buy it directly, uh, the 2B guest character DLC, you could put all the female characters in 2B's outfit. Four great uh, reasons. True. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> two on the chest and two in the rear. <laughs> but, ah. Like, I the can't geez. play Ivy without I can't play Ivy without 2B's outfit anymore. I just, I, I, mean, I can't do it. you're covering up more. I know. It's somehow more attractive, right? Like, how did this happen? <laughs> So good. Ugh. So, uh, I made them play horrible games at this fight night, right? We played Street Fighter, the movie, the game, which is like the motion captured, like old Mortal Kombat style, but the Street Fighter movie, but it's a fighting game and it's Street Fighter with traditional controls. Really fucked up. YouTube that one. That's fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> it wasn't even mocap back I, then. Yeah, it I don't even like, know what it was. <laughs> they they just recorded them. Like, they digitized the, the actors. Yeah. It was like yeah. early was rotoscoping. It was so cool. Yeah, rotoscoping. Yeah, very much Except, so, yes. Um, yeah. We also played Arkana Heart, which was like a 2D fighter with a bunch of anime girls. I played this giant slime monster that had like a lolly in it. I don't know why. It was really hilarious. Um... We played like Budokai 3 because 
I, the day wasn't complete oh without Budokai God. 3. I did not have any characters unlocked, so it wasn't as fun as it could have been. That's unfortunate, because I think Budokai 3 is really good. Yeah, and we covered that when we talked last time. Victim. Like That yeah. was a big mistake on my part, is not having any save files prepped. Um, but That was the first yeah. game I admitted that my younger brother was just better than me at. We tried so hard to beat him. Dude, he... <laughs> If he hit you, you just died. Because the second he hit you, you couldn't guard or anything after that. And then he proceeded to just teleport seven million times and then fucking super dragon rush you. And you were just, it was just done. Like, you were just done. Oh, before we move uh, on to another topic, I, so that, uh, the fight night after that, right? This is really hilarious. So. I, I, I go, we play, we play a little bit of Soul Calibur because they were nice and we're like, we'll play a game Dylan knows how to play instead of all these games that he doesn't. And it's like, oh, that's great. Thanks. And I crushed them all. Um, and then, uh, so Destiny comes to pick me up uh, and we're playing Street Fighter uh, 5. No, 4. We're playing Street Fighter 4. And because they, they play them all, right? And they've been playing Street Fighter for decades. Um, and they convince her to, to try a round and... Uh, yeah, she says, oh, no. Yeah, I'm telling the story. Um, she sits down, and she's like, I don't know who to play. I don't really know this game. And, and they're like, play Akuma, right? Oh, and, fuck. Um, and she goes up oh, against God. the best player because we, we you know, oh, take turns no. playing, right? You know, winner passes, loser stays until goes around the room. That's kind of the deal. And so just because of where she got inserted in the turn order, she ends up going against the guy that was there who was, like, the best at Street Fighter. He's seriously, like, tournament quality. Um she plays Akuma. Not only does she win the first round, and she's button mashing, doesn't know what she's doing, right? Um, and he's like, I can't expect what she's doing because it's really random and this isn't normal. Um, he's so used to playing against like people that know what they're yep. doing. Um, and then she, she loses this match. But um, at the end of the second round, she pulls off the raging demon. <laughs> everyone <laughs> in the room like there was like six of us about to say this. there were six of us in this little room in jordan's living room and we were just losing our minds screaming like what the fuck just happened how did you accidentally do the raging demon like that it's that's impressive even accidentally it didn't land i forget the input offhand but it's uh it's not something you not do on easy accident input to do even if you know how to do it so. i know and it, it, the the move missed it didn't connect but we lost our fucking shit. Like we were laughing for like a good ten minutes straight, and I just I couldn't hold it together. <laughs> Man, I, I miss Street Fighter. That was my first fighting game ever. I I've learned that it doesn't really matter what game we're playing. I mean, it feels good to win when we play a game I'm familiar with. But like, uh, I I appreciate that my my friends have this standing like weekly thing that where they go play fighting games in person because that's how you get better by playing against people and playing online. It has merit, but it's like it's not as fun as playing with your friends and getting better together. See, I, um, I wish my real life friends that I used to play, play fighting games with were a little bit more like that. We we get together like not daily, but you know, like randomly yeah. across the week. And the issue was that they would sit there and play on their own consoles, and I didn't uh, own these fighting games. Uh, and they wouldn't let me look at the move list while we're playing. So they'd get mad at me for button mashing. I'm like, bitch, I don't know what the fucking controls even are. That's why I was such a big fan of Soul Calibur is because me and Sarge both had a copy of Soul Calibur 3, right? Yeah. Um, or 2. Or maybe it was both. Um, I think it was, three. it was the same thing for me. I, I own Soul Calibur. That's why I actually ended up liking it more than like anything else. Yeah. Because I actually could fucking sit down and learn it. But it was fun that like I could play Soul Calibur 3. I could get like fucking like ludicrously good at Siegfried. And... 
I'm still like challenged by Sarge and friends because they he has the game. So do yeah. I, I can practice and lose. Whereas normally the fighting game experience for me in life has been, ah, I own this fighting game. Let's invite some friends over. They don't play this game. I crush them. It's not fun. Uh, Man, what was I, that original Budokai? I could throw the match by playing a character I don't know, but it's like it's not as fun for me because it's like I, I practice with another character. Um, so about Budokai Sarge, there were two Budokai series. There was Budokai 1, 2, and 3. 3 is the one from my story. It was the best version yeah. of Budokai. And then there and was another they, one. They switched to like Kakarot and Ultimate Universe and everything, right? Well, before that, there was a second Budokai franchise called Budokai Tenkaichi, right? There's three of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one was like a... Oh, I'm not going to say open world, but it was like a big battle arena where the camera's behind you. It's kind of in third person and you like, yeah, it, it looked more like watching it. It looked more like a Dragon Ball Z battle, right? Um, yeah. And less of a 2D fighter uh, or a 3D fighter. But what I'm thinking about is your, they weren't uh, bad games either. No, they weren't. They were great. Is your modded PlayStation one. Oh, you had final a DBZ fighting game. Yeah. Dragon Ball GT final bout. And it was in Japanese. We couldn't read any of the words of the menus. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah, it was it was fun, sort of. It I was like just a mutton mashing fest. <laughs> I had but... it before the show came out, right? Because the Japan, oh. the Japanese version of the show was so far ahead. We're like, we're looking at fucking Majin Buu. Like, who the fuck's that? Like, we're watching yeah. the yeah. Android Saga on fucking TV, and it's like in English, and it's like, who the fuck's this Buu guy? He looks weird. And who's yeah, the like, fucking baby Cell's, Vegeta? What the fuck is that? Cell hasn't even showed up and everything. You got <laughs> you got a Vegeta with an M on his head for some reason. You're just like, yep, and sure. I, I might be exaggerating the timeline, but this was a PS1 game about Dragon Ball GT. And for some reason, I don't remember Dragon Ball having ended that soon and GT starting. Because I just, I wasn't yeah. familiar. Oh, right? man. What? No, now that you mention about the games, I'm remembering the... Uh... I forget what it was called, but it was an RPG where you played as Goku. And so you could have Goku just getting his ass beat by regular street punks because you weren't oh, at yeah. any level. It was <laughs> great. Amazing. That, that seems strange. I think I do recall that. <laughs> it yeah, was no like a GBA I'm... game. Yeah. Oh, doesn't... I got you. Oh, man. Yeah. The original Dark Souls, which was like Squaresoft. Dragon Ball Legacy of Goku. On that PS1. Uh, um, that, that game was called Nightmare Creatures. I think you're thinking of Nightmare Creatures. I don't know. It's you could like play like Cloud. Uh, oh, and no, no, no. That's Urgai's God Bless the Ring. How do you compare that to Dark Souls? That's not even close. Because I remember there was like the dungeon mode. Yeah, and you would get destroyed. Yeah. So that dungeon mode was like a top-down camera. I felt it was more like Diablo without skills. <laughs> it, uh, it was like hell. And you were like, kind of, how? What's this game called, Dylan? That so, sounds like fun. Also, uh, also, yeah, you should play it on stream, Victim. Uh, that was one of the games I played oh. at Fight Night for the, um, what's it called? Uh, my birthday. It was called Urgai's God Bless the Ring. Sarge just put it in the chat for you. It's got a funky spelling. If you recall Final Fantasy VIII, Zell's ultimate weapon was also called the Urgai's. It's no coincidence. I think they were shilling for the game. Um, oh. And you know what? It's better than it had any right to be. It's a really unconventional fighting game. It was well, so, so fucking fun. It's funny. We were talking about, I think last time, we were talking about our like our top fives for gaming. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned one of them was Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. But the original Divinity games were the exact same way. And they were god tier. The original Diablo 1 was god tier. Diablo 2 was okay. You know, that, that's a hot take to say in, in the modern day. But it's probably all nostalgia. Everything D3 post, mm-hmm. or like after that point in like gaming history, is just hot trash. For that genre, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So 
that reminds me. Though. I don't know. I, 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 I really like Path. Well, I, Path I is the you. is passable, but like everything genre. else is very. Yeah. Well, the 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 blueprints of Path were were laid down way before the genre fell apart. Right, that game is like super old. That's fair. It, it was in development before that, Diablo three. That so. that built the foundation or built on the foundation of Diablo two. To be honest, but man, it might be nostalgia. Yeah, talking, but it still but... felt more like D three in a lot of ways, honestly. So kind I, of. I listened back to that episode, victim. I did you dirty, right? So I did asked you? you for your top five RPGs. I was teeing you up for um, doing your game of the year last year, and we never fucking got oh, to it. Oh, shit. Oh, god damn it. Vic, why did you let this happen? So I forgot all about that. <laughs> damn. That happens a well, lot hey. in our show. Like I've been listening to some yeah. of our more recent episodes, and we'll, I'll be like going on a tangent, and I'll never come back to the thing I, I dive, dove off of. That's why I kept trying to go back. Probably, my brain probably gets fucking fried and forgets. It's all good, man. But that's you why I kept trying to go right. back to my birthday party uh, story, because it's like, I'm going to lose it if I don't fucking finish that story. Yeah, I got you. Because I'm more aware of Welcome to the Nolan this... podcast, where we all have ADHD. Feels like it sometimes. So, and Sarge is here, so that's perf- fucking perfect. So, Victim. Yes. In the year 2021... What do you think was the best new game that you played? Didn't have to come out in 2021. It just had to be new to you in 2021. New to me. What was the best game you played? You know, that's really hard to say. Because I I think a game that gives me instant nostalgia, like something like one of the Tales games that I played last year, uh, is such an easy pick. Like, I could say Tales of Arise if I wanted to. But I, Mm -hmm. I think after the honeymoon phase that wore off, it's a good game. I'd still recommend it to people. But... I think the fact that it tried to be too new as compared to its predecessors mm-hmm. kind of hurt a lot. And I, I definitely didn't enjoy the combat as much. So it's, it's hard for me to recommend or to like say that it was my favorite game also, of the to year. To prepare for that game, you played through so many old Tales games. Yeah. So I was, I was set to play this game and then it was just an entirely different game, which is not super disappointing, but it was definitely jarring. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, oh okay. Let me rebind my controller real quick. At least they let me do that. Right. So if it's not uh, Tales of Arise, what is it? You know, I'm trying to think offhand what I all played last year. I played Persona 5 last year. Damn, that was I last think, year. Right? It, was it? I actually forget. I don't know. No, You'd I'm have to look to up your own thoughts. 2021. You're right. That was last year. Early. I think it was like at the start of uh, last year. Damn. Yeah. Um, And that's a really easy pick, honestly, if I were to say that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard for me to say. I, there's also that long lull where I just wasn't playing games at all. True. You're just, you know, I, I was, doing I was sick a lot grind. last year. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if I had to pick a game, I'd probably pick Persona 5. Maybe Strikers sure. more than 5, just because I really like the, the gameplay in Strikers. And the story was just as good. So, Strikers definitely did uh, right by all the uh, waifus that didn't get much screen time. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Persona 5 is a great game. I fucking love the story. But honestly, I, I've said it before. The turn-based combat to me is just... I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I If I wasn't so invested in storytelling, I probably wouldn't be able to play RPGs. Or, like, 90% of RPGs. It just right. wouldn't happen. But I do like action combat. I like reactionary-based combat. And that's entirely Strikers. And so mm-hmm. it was best of both worlds for me. Gotcha. So. so, ignoring the fact that it's fucking March, Sarge, in 2021... What was the best new game that you played? Doesn't have to be from that year, but it was new to you, twenty twenty one. Just because the uh, like time thing, I can't really think. So I'm going with a very safe pick of Valheim. 
That is a very safe pick. And that is a good pick, too. That and would be, it's that really would be good. on my... It if is I good. A, if I had a top five, I'd say Valheim's on there. Valheim so. is... Yeah, it, it's definitely in the top five for yeah, that year. It, it, well, I was going to say, it's a good choice because the uh, it made it to other lists for mm -hmm. uh, potential uh, like best game of the year. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, one of the Steam lists it was on. Yeah, that game has no right to be as good as it is. I, it is I was still... just looking at it last night, and I had nostalgia <laughs> for this game that's not even fucking released yet. I know. Yeah, it's so, still fully in development too. There's new stuff coming out and everything. It's yeah, they just dropped really like good. a huge patch. Uh -huh. Oh, that's a huge patch. It's not their big patch, but it is yeah. a fucking massive patch. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a solid that's amount so of expansion weird. in it, which is great. And it's only like five people. That yeah. game is. I, when that game comes out in like four years, it's they're gonna be rich, filthy no, rich. No. They're well, also not even like that. It's just gonna if, be a god game. If the next big patch is taking the biomes, ooh, excuse me, that they already have that are there and they exist and actually filling them, though yeah. I expect the big patches to be well, one biome adding, at a time. They're adding in the new biome. Yeah, the uh, uh, Mistlands, and yeah, then the Mistlands the Mist is already there. The no, 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 they're adding like well, the stuff they, in Mistlands. Yeah. So I'll, I'll explain the timeline real quick. So they it was in for the last big, big, big patch, but they've since gutted it. It's still there technically, but it's gutted entirely. There's no trees. There's no webs. There's no skulls. It's just nothing. Oh, it's just a no flat fun. landscape now. Um, I love and building that's, on it. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's why they're um, they're, they're transitioning now to uh, to basically releasing it. This is essentially what I'm uh, my understanding. So I went very uh, Swiss Family Robinson when I found it and was like, "This is my tree fortress." And then I would have a room that would take me to literally every other biome possible because I'm in the corner of the map somewhere, far away from everything else that took me four hours to sail here and find it where it's not gonna I love have a death mosquito come and fly and just eat me or whatever and then <laughs> the death mosquitoes uh, the end of the yeah world. and the the very first portal you set up has to be to the fire island because i would typically the second i can get the second boat so it's not a raft and you can actually kind of go out on sea i would go find it and then I'd have to go to the Fireland because I would only have enough for one portal set. And then the Fireland, you just dig down. All the guys run into it. You get more portal stuff. You can build. And it's just great. That's awesome. So uh, the dear listeners listening to the recording and maybe uh, the audience live uh, may be wondering, well, what about me and Rick? Well, a couple episodes ago, we, we talked about it. Uh, we had Tekker yeah. from Chipposter Club. He's a streamer on Twitch. Oh, actually, he moved to Serious Poster, which is where you're watching our show here if you're live. Um, he, he left Twitch behind, and we have a whole story on that. We interviewed him. That was fun. Uh, you can watch that to see what – because I asked him the same question, you know, what was his game of the year because it was the first show of 2022. Um, and uh, I guess, spoiler, I won't tell you what he said, but uh, I said Cyberpunk 2077, and Rick said Valhalla Cyberpunk Bartender Action. So – more details in that episode. Not going to elaborate further. So I victim... think I may have went with Cyberpunk in that episode, actually. But Valheim. Oh, so good. I love Cyberpunk, though. I'm, I'm replaying it now on the hardest difficulty for the third time. Uh, victim and Sarge, yeah. uh, we should probably talk about Elden Ring. 
Yes, you should. Oh, yeah. I don't, where do you even fucking start? So, have you beaten it yet, victim? No, uh, although I could have. I've been doing all the extra side shit. I, I refuse to beat the game until I do. <laughs> how how deep are I, you? I, I don't want to cut in too much, but he definitely should have because I know his expertise on the game. And there is a dude that every day, I swear, sometimes multiple times a day, uploads a video. He is currently... I. He was streaming earlier, trying to get under 28 minutes, and I imagine he's posting or, yeah, posting or rendering the video of a sub-28 minute run, which is fucking absurd. It's insane, because I was estimating 40, and it hit 40 a couple days ago, and I'm like, oh, uh, it'll probably sit about that. And then That was him. He's the no, one yeah, pushing same, it same dude. by yeah. himself. Distortion 2. The and man I mean, is absurd. That's not as crazy as you guys might think. Breath of the Wild has a relatively short... Well, yeah, um, that's because you can just run do too. a... Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, boss run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I saw him hit like 37 or 38, I was like, okay, he's now in the seconds. You know, he might hit 35 if he can really find something. And... I was just happened to be watching streams earlier and he was like, can we go for sub 28? And he almost did it, but he kind of got RNG messed up on the last boss where he hit it and it like did some stupid animation. And I was like, oh, and he was like, why does this happen sometimes? Just literally just ruined the run. And it did. It literally ruined the run. He would have been sub twenty eight if that didn't happen. I I forget. Is he a regular Dark Souls speedrunner? Because if he if he was, he'd know instantly that that's just that's just Dark Souls. That's just Dark Souls I, in a nutshell. The animations and and how they choose to play out are sometimes yeah. they're deliberate and sometimes they're just RNG. Yeah, I so. I don't know, but I know that he's done enough over the last couple of days that he should understand. Yeah. I'm assuming he's just exclaiming because he's pissed. I'd be but, pissed too, don't worry. Yeah, so yeah. Anyways, I, I cut you um, off on that. Uh, so I actually have a couple questions for the two of you. So yeah, yeah. Um, we go on and on on this fucking podcast about how much you love Dark Souls, Vic. But Sarge, what's your yeah, experience yeah. with the Souls like games and the Souls franchise? Like, how, wh- what do you know? Like, <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> which ones have you I've, played? I've I've played most of them, um, yeah. to some degree, like not. Not as much as Vic, by any means. Like, uh, my little brother really liked Dark Souls 1. I played a little bit of that. I wasn't fantastic. I was like, fuck, this game is too hard. Metal Gear Solid, or whatever it was. <laughs> right. Um, the, the big one that I played a lot of was the original Bloodborne with uh, our buddy Adam. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he had it, and we would go hang out at his house, and it was that or this, like, first-person shooter alien game. It was, like, the competitor, or supposed to be the competitor to Halo. And, man, I, I really like Bloodborne, but... What was that other game? An alien, like, competitor to Halo? I assume it, you're it referencing uh, I think there were, either there... Event or Event Rising or uh, Max Griffin, Bounty Hunter. No. Both of those were marketed as Halo killers, even though they were not. Um, they were. I'm trying to think. Terrible. I forget which one came out around Bloodborne's time, but oh, Resistance. Oh, Resistance. Oh. Fall of Man. Resistance. Yeah. Oh, that's, not, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. that's not near Bloodborne. No, but no, no. It's like a PS2 that... game. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. So it was a PS3 game. Those, and the, yeah. 
So resistance right, yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resistance yeah. So two. those were the games that we would like play together. But like sometimes we would do the fight night rules of oh you died, pass off on Bloodborne, okay. and yeah, that was a a big time. I was gonna call out that uh, Resistance Two specifically had a very fun co-op mode that did not require internet. So once the servers it was so good. When the servers finally go down, it's something you could still do with the homies. Like it was still we relevant. played that so much. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could co-op online as well. Oh yes, that was actually yeah. how it was intended to be played. But like, it's yeah. really hard offline with only two players. But um, you could still do it. But it was like you're not meant to do this. But it feels really good when you win. Like, yeah, it it was super fun. I miss that game. Anyway, but yeah, I don't have a ton of experience. I'm not the the parry god. You know, I, I have no right telling people to get good. And if I do tell you to get good at Dark Souls, just know that you uh, suck at everything. Life. Just Strike. like... What do you mean? I was just quoting the Red Berets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if they get the reference. Um, so so uh, I asked Victim a couple episodes ago what his first impressions were, because he's been streaming this thing like day in and day out. Um, it's been three days now, just because I, I had to take a break. I had to. I yeah, was I bet. Be, I was <laughs> waiting. Mental health, like, oh god, Elden Ring has been shattered. Uh, so, so sorry. What, what are your first impressions of Elden Ring? I haven't played it. I'm just listening to you two. I have not played this game. I might. Not. I took a different approach to this because when I first got on and played it, first some dude was like, hey, you're here, and you ain't got no bitches. So naturally, I was like, fuck you, die. <laughs> and that man proceeded to destroy me a ton of times. And I was like, all right, don't fight that random NPC who's supposed to be my friend. So I run off, <laughs> and I go... <laughs> yeah, so I run off, and I'm like, doo And then it's like, hey, you're following the road right out of the beginning area. Like directly out and there's this giant fucking monster on a giant horse who just shit on me repeatedly and i was like all right fine i finally get to the second waypoint like the, the second checkpoint and i get a horse and they're like this can double jump and everything and then i was like how how does this work and i started parkouring uh Turns out you can go everywhere, and that that was just my game. I have uh, let's see here, twenty six point eight hours in the game. And you're Most of those, the majority of those, were me going everywhere. Yeah. I was in places that I shouldn't have been, but if you just run past the guys, most of the time they're not going to kill you, even if you're in the mm end game stuff that reminds and me it... of uh my, my current uh hardest difficulty run in cyberpunk 2077 uh in act one before you do the heist that kind of kicks the game off uh i did all the side quests in watson because you're in that first area it's a lockdown you can't leave it i did every single side quest in that area and i bought super jump the cyberware oh, that like, you charge up and you can do it a big jump and i am it, it's a game changer like having it that early is a game changer and then i got stealth camo so, like, if they start looking at me, uh, which I don't raise the alarm right away because I have an augment for that, and I'm just like, ah, they see me. I just go full salt snake, just stealth camo. I'm literally invisible. Snap their neck. <laughs> doing, on on my hardest that. difficulty run of that, I 
got the stealth camo and I was a uh, hacker guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it was they, so dumb. Yeah, they've kind of dealt with that, unfortunately. The, Sarge, the newest update that's not uh, as viable. So, victim, I'm so excited for you to play this game, but like, I feel like I want you to play the hardest difficulty because it's the most fulfilling. But if you don't know what you're doing, mm. you will not succeed. But like. How much of the base game do you have to play to know what you're doing? Like, and are you really going to play more than one run? Probably not. So it's like, oh, you no. probably shouldn't play hardest. Maybe you could get away with hard. There's four difficulties. Right? You could definitely get away with hardest just because I know there's some like top tier end game gear that you can just stumble upon. No, they got Again. rid of that too. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay. They've, I'm uh, big on you're on your own. <laughs> no, they really, if you can't craft your stuff, Sarge, you're not getting the end game gear anymore. Mm-hmm. You have Damn. to be able to craft things. Um, because I got the electro garot wire thing early oh, on. No, one that's time. fine, but it's not going to necessarily do. Also, they've refunded all your points if you go back because they've Did changed the entire skill tree. Oh, Jesus. Nothing, nothing that was viable before is viable now. Nothing matters anymore. It's wild. But it's so much better now, like the game. Oh, yeah. Like, so I feel yeah. like, Victim, you could survive a hardest difficulty run. If you agree to do a bunch of side questing in Act One, um, like you just know that going in, like don't progress the story as like side quest as soon as you're free, right? Um, and then and two, you need to you know have an open mind because you're gonna die a lot. But like it's not <clears throat> gonna feel yeah. fair, like mm. Dark Souls. Like it's gonna feel like God damn it, why do they one shot me? Oh, because I have uh, I have no cyberware and I have a shitty gun. That's why. Yeah, it's fair. It it it, <laughs> it follows RPG rules where Dark Souls just pretends to. Essentially. Yeah. It's, the problem is, is that, you know, in the beginning of the game, you can wander into areas and the game is not very good at telegraphing to you how strong enemies are. Right. So in the, no. in the first area of the game, it's called Watson. It's a district of Night City. Right. And the there's a couple of gangs that you can fight. One's called the Tiger Claws and one's called Maelstrom. One of them will one shot you at level one. Right. The other ones won't. And you're you won't know which one it is. Right until it happens, yeah. to you. it's too late. <laughs> yeah, and um, also if you're stealthy, uh, and you might be able to like sneak around and snap necks and steal their guns and then just equip the best of the trash pile that you're picking off dead bodies, and then you can get by. That's your in, right? And like I was using a power shotgun. I'm a gunslinger, right? But I was using a power shotgun for most of Act One just because I did not have a good revolver and I didn't have the perks to make revolvers good. Right. Uh, I was just yeah, like, there's an awful this, lot does, of... well, this knocks them down. And then I switched to my Uzi. Right. And it's like, this is working. I can, I can get further in the game. Now I equip what I want because I've prepared myself for this. Right. So like, if you have an open mind and you're willing to learn, um, you can probably survive the hardest difficulty on your first run, but it will frustrate you. It turns out my, uh, extreme amount of exploring in Elden Ring has made me the everybody's like really low level and I one shot them. So I started progressing through what I believe is the story. It doesn't really tell you. Um, You're doing Elden Ring the way they intended you to figure out how to do it. Yeah, I I brought it up to Vic and I was like, hey Vic, I have this thing. It is plus nine. And he was like, that's really in game. So I like looked into it and you went away from the last upgrade? Some of them, like, basic weapons you can upgrade with smithing stones. This requires a somber smithing stone. So the fact that I got it to plus nine, it is truly, like, an endgame weapon, and I had two of them. 
I had two that required these special stones, but I could only get one up. And I was like, well, which one do I want? I had this awesome ice axe that you can stomp on the ground and it ices it and does damage. And then I have this giant reaper scythe thing that scales with faith and I'm going a faith build. So I was like, I'm going to go with that. Apparently though, had I made the ice axe plus nine, I turned on easy mode because that's what the speedrunner dude is using. And he gets it to like plus seven and beats the game in sub 28 minutes. So yeah, I stomp. Actually, that, fucking that, that was what I was going to say too, Serge. Um, the current speed run right now uh, will get like, it'll get put in the legacy category. Oh, all, yeah, all the speed runners right now, uh, this category will disappear in like a month. They're 100% so, Everyone's speed running the game right weapon. now. Actually, I was, I was talking about this the other night. I, I think it's incredibly stupid that so many people are going so hard at speed running right now. As much as I love speed running. I feel oh, like there was people day way. one who didn't even get to their first playthrough through yet that were speedrunning the game. Uh, think of it this way, though. if It's just cloud chasing, you... and it felt weird that they would waste <sighs> literally the game of the year's first experience speedrunning. I don't know. I think that's the wrong way to play. Well, this Especially guy... Especially when they, they're not even running the right category. This guy did a playthrough initially. He didn't speedrun or anything. Oh, okay. So the World Distortion 2... He, no, it's uploaded. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, like he's got like a let's play for mm. it. But um, the the speedrunning thing I get for him and other people that played like him because they are getting down a pathing system, right? And even if they yeah. patch things like certain skips and everything. Okay. Well, so it, it, the history of Dark Souls... Uh, even in back as early as Dark Souls 1, what they do um, is they will send out a patch that will hit a large swath of it all at once. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of skips, a lot of boss cheese, a lot of uh, uh, things like that are all just going to get patched all at once. It's going to change the routing to a the point guy. of like 28 minutes. We'll probably go back up to like 100 or like an hour 40. Like, I think if I recall correctly, the Bloodborne speedrun was down to like 40, 30 or 40 minutes. And then it shot right back up to two hours after the first patch. Damn. Because all the routing had to be changed. So, but Victim, you have uh, to... question. Yes. Would it be accurate to say that that guy speedrunning, assuming that, you know, he, he didn't play a, a playthrough first and he just like, I'm just going to take the game of the year, the obvious game of the year, and I'm just going to speedrun yeah. and, and just, just this and not really like take it in. Would you call that uh, maidenless behavior? Yes. That is going to be. The I mean, I don't know about that guy specifically, I was but I, 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 I've definitely, I've definitely seen a lot of people that are doing it, and it's just, it feels bad. It's like, why would you do that to yourself, man? Like, I, I it teach their own, the but guy. like, uh... so in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, I want to point this out, victim, because I, I yeah. know you're going to play it soon. Um, there's a lot of time in that game that you spend in other people's cars with them driving, and you can talk to, you will talk to them. There's dialogue, and once the dialogue runs dry. It gives you an option to skip the rest of the ride, right? But, like, sometimes I don't, and I just look out the window and enjoy because it's actually super <laughs> scenic and nice, and yeah. it's really nice it to just really take pretty. it because it's so detailed, and the storytelling is so good, and uh, there's so many things they did right with that game. I really feel yeah, bad. Yeah, anytime you're on rails, <laughs> everything works perfectly pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, like, it's as beautiful as it was advertised as being. Mm -hmm. It's when you're not on rails that things kind of look a little uh, shady sometimes. Yeah. It got a lot better with the recent updates, but like, 
I feel uh-huh. like it's a huge flex that it worked good on my computer on the first try, and uh, that wasn't the case for Tecker, who was on our show not long ago, and uh, he's, he's been playing through it now. Uh, it also worked for me. Now. Uh, so that's cool for him. <laughs> but like, I feel bad, right? Because there's people that at launch, like they had a bad time, and they're not going to give it a second chance, and they're missing out on probably one of the best games I've ever played. And it's so sad. It's yeah. so good. Vic, have you played, a, or have you fought Radon? Radon? Yeah, yeah. I, I've done... I think I've done everything except for the last two zones. Okay. As as uh, I inadvertently cheesed him running away and using my parkour skills. So what? I was like, how do I get up here on this thing? Because I was like, I have to heal and I have to get away from him. And he's just aggro, like yeah. super aggro. So I was like jumping up there and I was like, I probably shouldn't be here and so on. And as I was up there, I just started like throwing stuff at him and he couldn't really get up there. But he hit a point in one of his moves where he kind of jumps that he actually got up on it. And I was like, oh, shit. And I started running away. But he did. He has this one move where he swings both his swords and is kind of moving forward. And he went off the other side of this rock. And apparently, even though I wouldn't have taken damage if I jumped off it. He died. Uh, he just, yeah, instantly died. And I was like, okay. I win, I yeah. guess. <laughs> like, I, I, I had a death bird do the same thing. A thing with wings jumped into the cliffs to shoot feathers down at me, and I just hid on the other side, and when it went to do its big sweep attack to jump over at me, it fucking flew over, landed in front of me, and died. <laughs> what? Perfect. Full health, full health, it just died. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a fucking endgame boss. I didn't even point. think it was going to be like... I didn't even think that was a possibility. But, like, I was panicking, right? Like, this guy's suddenly on what I thought was a safe spot. Because, like, I had to... I was, like, horse jump in, and, like, it was hard to get up there. And then he was up there, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm dead. Like, I'm gonna have to redo all this fight, and I haven't been doing great in it. And then he just... I would say I took 20% of his health, and then he just instantly died does he have phases i don't know yep. but i do know that he fucking dies if he falls off that rock he, he technically <laughs> has three phases one phase transitions without his health pool and then there's one at half health oh okay well yeah yeah that the the without he, the health pool he, thing he, he goes, goes from, range to melee and then yeah. from uh melee to like magic basically oh okay well melee yeah. and magic either way I was like, what is this Star Scorch thing? I just assumed it was the arrow that huh, that took me long enough to just get to him. I is was that like, a Final oh, Fantasy I'm... 15 reference? Uh... <laughs> it's a. I mean, he might as well be evil. a Final Fantasy 7 reference. Man jumps yeah. into the sky and becomes a fucking meteor. I didn't know that. Cool. It, the, 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 <laughs> he literally, the boss music stops, he leaps into the air. Amazing. And then you just hear fire roaring in the sky as this motherfucker comes to suplex you from the fucking un- or from the atmosphere. I approve. That's amazing. Any one shots you, no matter what, if you if you get hit by it. So uh, you best I be mean, running. You getting one shot if you get hit by a falling meteor. I think. Yeah. 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 I didn't get to see that bit because I was doing not great, uh-huh. and he just he just killed himself for me. I. I cool i mean i probably could have done stuff but like this was like my 
third or fourth time actually he, getting to fight him. He's widely My considered first... to be the unfair fight of Dark Souls. Or, oh. sorry, of Elden Ring. Okay. Um, yeah, my people first like, either had a really tries. easy time or like did it like in 30, 40 tries. So, oh, okay. victim, earlier you described this game as like you know obviously game of the year material, and I've heard that yeah. I've heard that before, right? Um, wonder what would it take for another new game this year to in, in, impress you to the point where you would give it game of the year instead of Elden Ring? Like, what are the, what's the bar? Where what did they have to beat? So, it has to have a story that treats. It's viewers like they're intelligent, first off. I think Elden Ring has a really good story, but it's still Dark Soulsy. It's not entirely handed to you. You kind of have to make a bit of the bridging yourself. Um, not entirely. It's a lot better. They've actually, actually, storytelling this time around is leaps and bounds better than any Dark Souls game, but by the point that we're at, right? So it, it needs to kind of provide the bridges itself, but it still be a really respectable story. So like a persona, you know? Mm-hmm. It's got to be up there. It's um, be a really riveting story that, that really yeah. captures you. And it just needs to have gameplay that satisfies, like, I guess, several niches. Uh, I think Elden Ring, it, it, it's one of those things that, like, it's, it's a great game because it does exactly what it told you it was going to do. Mm-hmm. But really good. I'm actually worried now, though, because I, f- I wonder how many people are going to start taking back what they said once they start realizing something, though. Elden Ring is an incomplete game. And a lot of people don't know this. People who've beaten the game, people who've, who've played the game through like three times now still don't know this. So, but data miners are starting to find out that there's a lot about the game that's just straight up not there. Really? But it's so yeah, there's expansive. Qu- there's people qu- are always there's quest chains shit. that you can't finish, for instance. Yeah, it's really weird. But there's so um, many quests and so many quest chains that people have not observed. Dude, there's yeah, so many nooks and crannies. Or, or they progress them and then forget to go back to even find out that they don't even have an ending. I would so, say I've spent basically 24 yeah. hours like just parkouring around the map and everything. And if I'm in an area that I thought was complete, I can still absolutely be like, oh, what's this over here? And yeah. new adventure. It, it, it's weird. It was weird for as big and as expansive and as filled out of a game as it is. There is definitely shit that they kind of drop the ball on. But it's like behind the scenes. And you're never going to know unless you do the digging. It's weird. It's it's a weird thing to say because it's like all the games have had cut content, they've had cut bosses, and while Elden Ring has that, uh, I feel like cut endings and cut quest chain portions is a bit far, um, and I'm a little worried about that. I, I hope DLC rectifies that because uh, we're already pretty certain we're getting at least two DLCs for the game. So, dude, it could be in patches or anything. Like there, like I said, there's just so much stuff that like people might not ever hit those quest lines really right yeah if i recall correctly there's two two of the gods you can't have endings for despite you can interact with their quests one of which being one that we're pretty certain is dlc it's not in the data so there's there's nothing there we're pretty certain it's just dlc um and then the other one's the the lord of blood You, you just can't there's just nothing there you can do the quest chain to get there uh there's a boss and you can do a side quest to to deal with one of the other things, and then just nothing. That dude does say, because I've ended up uh, finishing the quest from the guy that calls me Maidenless, and that guy can go fuck himself. Um, Did you finish it? 
I it requires you to go to the end game zone and then you can yeah. fight something that's much stronger than what you should be at right now. I I haven't fought the boss. I'm like level 70. I'm not very high feeling. Like every time I see my level, I'm like, Jesus, I'm, I'm that high level. Like I feel so weak. But sounds like Dark Souls to me. Yeah. Yeah. Levels but, uh, don't really matter in Dark Souls, honestly. Uh, the dude people, definitely like... tells you though. He's like, hey don't use this to go to this area yet and yeah, everything. Yeah. We're waiting for the Mogwin festival or the Mogwin summoning to be for complete. him to awaken. Yeah. Thing is, is that he's not asleep. It's uh something else that's asleep. Oh, that's DL- probably DL- not good. DLC bait. Yeah. I mean, it again, it, it, it just feels like DLC bait, but it, it's, it's confirmed. It's cut content at this point. You literally fight the boss. He drops this big lore dump on you that that comes from another big optional boss, and then it's like, "Oops, nothing more, <laughs> nothing left to do here." You just it's like, "Oh, it's just a set piece. Cool, awesome." Hmm. So, um, do you have anything else to bring about Elden Ring? I kind of wanted to change the subject just for a little bit. Fair, but... fair. Yes, yeah, yes, um... I do. I do. I'll let. Let's Vic keep it together. Go. Like, I'd rather you finish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll let Vic yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> He... Uh, I, oh, I was just—I was just gonna say that I, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, in t- in terms of like s- something they could take game of the year from it, I, I think it's possible. I think once the honeymoon phase wears off, it, it's it's just gonna be really good open world Dark Souls, but it's not gonna be you know the pinnacle of the pinnacle right now. Though it is by not a, by and large game of the year. There's nothing nothing that even comes close to competing with it. But that, that doesn't say there can't be. It's not untouchable by any means. In in like the media form of game of the year, I can I can agree with that, but I can't say that in our form of dictating that that it necessarily will be because I, I every played. year I ask you like what's the best new game you played this year and you might go yeah like for all I know Vic might go play Legend of Dragoon this year and be like oh this is the best game ever made ten out of ten or yeah. Legend of Legaya like. <laughs> <clears throat> I know. But, uh, Hell, Threads no. of Fate might end up being a fucking hidden yeah. gem. Could be. But no, uh, my final thing on Elden Ring, I see a lot of things that I don't really quite understand on TikTok. And there was a dude just showing off his things that he found. And he had like two items that made me think since we were talking uh, Soul Calibur mm-hmm. of Ivy. There is a sword that's like an extendo sword. It's not like hers. I'm really exactly. sad it's not like hers because when GTA told me it existed, he's like, oh, but it's it, a sword whip. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Ivy. And he's like, no, it's yeah. like a fucking, it's, it's a sword that's like it, liquid. It, it's like a, yeah, it's like a solid sword. And I he was like flinging it. And I was like, whoa. And I think there's like a, a one-handed sickle that is the same. But I was like, what? And as so we were talking about it. Does it have like it, the elasticity of like a dildo bat from a video game? Yeah, pretty it, much. Maybe a bit more like like Silver Surfer, but I don't know. Yeah, kind of Silver Surfery. Like it's mm-hmm. you're you're holding a sword and then you swing it and then it just like extends and become and like you can whip it and stuff. It it looks cool. I don't know if it's any good whatsoever. I want to get it. I don't know where to get it. Is it called which a again? I don't that is know. Well. It probably hits like one, <laughs> but whip, I can tell and, you, whips and souls games are not very good. They're like notoriously known as like the worst weapon. I can Except tell in Dark you, Souls I've 2 looked where they're, for uh, so much stuff, and I can't find it. 
Like I, I haven't found it yet. It it, and it might be a boss that killed it's me. It's a boss. Okay. It could have been a boss I found randomly and got destroyed on. It could just be somebody I haven't found. I've also found things that appear to be uh, weapon arts for your fists. And I'm really questioning that because I found a single claw, but. Uh, claws it, auto power stance. Oh, but yeah. these... if, if you, if you two hand it, you just pull out a second one. I swear that these say fist and it makes me wonder how the hell I'm going to put this skill in my hands. You you can't. Are there boxing it's, gloves? It's, it's, it's for fist weapons. Oh, just fist weapons like the yeah. claws. Okay. I was like, there's got to be boxing gloves or some shit somewhere. Like hand wraps. Like, I'm, if I find those, I'm making a whole new character. I'm marking it down. I'm making a note. I'm getting there as fast as humanly possible. And I know that that's right after I go to that first church and get the horse because I can go everywhere. Fucking double jumping parkour horse. It's so wild. Yeah, it's absurd, but it's amazing. And yeah, if I could if I could just throw hands literally with every boss in the game, I'm doing it. I've seen enough cosplay characters and everything. Like right now I'm running around throwing black flame at people, and it's just a black ball of fire. And every time I use this spell even though I need substantially more mm. mana right now, I can't help but go, I'm a Sarasu, and just, I'm like, I'm fucking Uchiha, go! <laughs> like, it's so I appreciate your so enthusiasm. I, I, I know a lot of people that like Naruto, I'm just not one of them. <laughs> no, it, it, that's what it looks like, I know, though. I know. I believe you, but, uh, yeah, it's not something I know anything about either. Yeah. I know... So, so Destiny, right? Like, she's a huge fan of Naruto, and so is her little brother. So, like, I hear about it all the time. Like, believe no, it. Just no disrespect look. to Naruto, right? I just haven't seen it. Uh, Every single game I have, however, if... and you have as well, played the source material that inspired Naruto, the manga. Oh yes, Tenshu. Oh, one of them at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that motherfucker, whoever wrote Naruto, which got it adapted into anime, he was a big fan of the Tenchu series, and you and I played the shit out of that game. Yeah, <laughs> I so remember. Oh, the level editor in the second one was like so. Oh good. shit, we haven't it's talked amazing. about that on stream, have we? Have we? What didn't you? We've talked about. Oh, oh no, so no, 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 no! The fact that I did some digging the other <laughs> night, found out that Acquire, like two years ago, bought the rights back for Tenshu. Did they? Yeah, the original developers bought the rights back. I feel like you did after it this. sat. It sat in limbo for. I th I mentioned it to you. I definitely oh. mentioned it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thought you said a choir, not a choir. A choir. Like, like the Mormon Tabernacle like, Choir. Just, you know, you yeah, just right. some random you. fucking music Sorry. people were like, we're buying the rights to this video no, game no, 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 just no. so we can sing the soundtrack. Like, the biggest flex, I respect it, but like, but, fucking but what? Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it's crazy, uh, though, the fact that the original devs managed to get a hold of it, uh, which means. Probably not new Tenchu game, unfortunately, because I think Acquire's big claim to fame now is a keep a strip, I want to say. You know what? I but know what would be game of the year every probably year remakes, for the rest of my life. That's cool. I want remakes. Let's hear if it were to happen. If you give me a game that is not as difficult necessarily, but very much like Elden Ring, where it's like, yeah, look, you can have big swords and da-da-da-da-da. 
but then you just like make it totally viable. It doesn't have to be overpowered. In fact, I prefer it not to be overpowered where I just get like to put hand wraps or something on. And it's like, yeah, yeah you might have you might have a giant fucking sword, but I'm going to run up and I'm going to punch you to death. That's what I want. There, there is a game for this that, that meets your needs uh, in spades. It is called there. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was gonna say this if is a game can, that just came out called Sifu. If I can just be a monk forever, pretty much. But no, um, that that's that's always the problem. Like when you have the ability to throw hands in games, it's like either ridiculously broken mm-hmm. or, or ridiculously not broken. Yeah, or so not broken, it's like, dude, just pick up a fucking stick on the ground. Oh, that like, reminds me, Sarge, in, in the 1.5 update for Cyberpunk 2077, the Gorilla Arms give you a, a bonus to your strength checks. So, oh, like, nice. if you have, like, three body, because you never leveled it, but you have, like, legendary Gorilla Arms, you get a plus six to, like, ripping doors open and, like, choking people to death. Whoa. I mean, in fairness, I don't think you can have the legendary one. I thought there was body. a demon above you for a second. Oh no! Because you were like you you touched your shoulders and then lifted them up to like do the the flex motion, and I was like watching your hands and just like all of a sudden a flash of white and like movement. And I was like, oh, you're gonna do it. Bye. Like I've seen this horror movie. <laughs> See you later. Like, I'm dead. No, the only thing behind me is yeah. this cat. I'm gonna get a fucking phone call right after I watch you get murdered on live stream, and <laughs> it's gonna be like seven days, and I'm gonna be like, oh fuck. Good thing I sleep with a firearm. Fuck I don't you, think ghosts. That's gonna, I, I, I don't think bullets work against ghosts by default. But he could try. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know enough dead people that I'll go buy a Ouija board. I'll have, like, bodyguards, bro. Oh, just start throwing hands immediately. Also, hands for the ghost. I make that threat often. I'm like, you're not allowed to die. And they're like, fuck you, I'll do what I want. And I'm like, I will buy a Ouija board. I will find you. I will get a group of witches to seance your ass, and I'm going to beat that ghost ass. Like, like we're fighting. And they're like, hell, I'm going to be a ghost. I'll be like, fucking Ghostbusters. I don't care. Like, you're catching these hands. I'm a very angry, violent person. Who are you going to call? Just call Sarge. He's got a plan. He's got a plan. Yeah. He's going to. Good natured. He's the ghost monk. I, I think I sent it to both you and Vic, actually. There was a uh, TikTok about a monk that had, like, healing fists or whatever. I might have and to go back through his like, DM thread. I might have missed that one. <laughs> he was like, uh, I'm hurt. I, I know I sent it to someone. I sent a lot of D&D things specifically to you. Mm-hmm. But he's playing one character. He's oh, I'm hurt and everything. And it's like, monk shows up. And he's like, I got you. And then he just starts fucking punching off screen. And he's like, how do you feel? And he's like, a little bit better. <laughs> and he's like punching himself. <laughs> he's like, That's pretty like, funny, yeah. actually. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. There's so much wild shit in D&D, I believe it. Like, that's, that's probably happened. So let me direct your attention back to Elden Ring for a second. Uh, I did have another topic in mind, and we will get to it. But mm. did you guys see what those Ubisoft developers said? <laughs> Oh, oh fuck yeah! <laughs> we have to talk about it because it's relevant. Are those the are those the people that made uh, Horizon Two and Yeah? Um, so they just keep releasing games at really poor times, even though they have the release date scheduled. Yeah. The, the first one they it's released like during a... <laughs> Breath of the Wild, and then this one was during Elden Ring. It's like poetry. They're like yeah. they're like let's do co- competition, except 
We're fucking it, stupid with it. A lot of people said their game was pretty good. I didn't play it. I don't have a PS5. But like from I, what I understand, it's it's still the cookie cutter formula bullshit that we've come to experience from like modern for an open world. Uh, <laughs> from yeah, open Ubisoft? world games. Well, to be fair, uh, maybe Gorilla but Games. It, it's apparently the one. better. It's better than those, but like it still uses the same formula type idea. So yeah. uh, I referenced Ubisoft because I know some of the people that work at Ubisoft contributed to these Twitter threads that I'm about to talk yep. about. Uh, but specifically, there was also a UA, a, a U, user experience, UX for short, designer uh, from Guerrilla Games. They make Killzone, used to, and now they make Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Look, um, I'm just saying, if you are under EA or Ubisoft and they're co- like commanding your release, you're going to have a fucking bad time. If right. they have anything to do with your game, I don't think you get the right to bitch. So I think Horizon Zero Dawn devs I- do sorry. have a right to bitch because like they don't have those kind of problems, but they still shipped a cookie cutter fucking game. Like I'm sure it's best in class, but the class is garbage, right? Yeah, exactly. I heard, I heard the first one was really good. It's like, like congrats, really Horizon Zero Dawn. You're the tallest midget, right? Actually, I don't. I don't know if you guys saw. I I, I haven't played either of the games yet. But uh, ever since uh, Aloy, the main character of Horizon Zero, was put into Genshin, they started having uh, close-up animations for her like power moves. In Wait, they, they literally, they, they literally, Genshin? yeah, yeah, they, they, they did, literally yes. took, they literally took the Genshin burst animation idea and re-engineered it into their game aloy is the, game, the first and which only it yes. looks so jarring i saw i saw uh, a couple of clips of the game and it looks so fucking bad. i yeah i think as far as like the cookie cutter mold goes uh horizon's probably top top tier oh for sure yeah, yeah like they they deserve I just credit can't stand the teams. i can't play them it's just i'm also just saying it's really easy to push a game back mm-hmm. like even when it's not like for the best like for something stupid like uh, cyberpunk for example took fucking eight years since it we saw took it nine. And knew about it it should have took yeah. nine if they were released but version 1.5 on launch day it would have been game of the century like yeah, yeah. yeah. no but, what about it and i mm-hmm. oh i mean we they would have laughed, laughed at bugs oh. all they would have had to have done is push it back like two three months yeah oh and they could have uh, oh no no, no not cyberpunk okay yeah horizon, horizon. and they yeah. they could have even then continued to work on it because if they're like look it's final product right now we should release it and then they go and they go what other games are coming out well if there's nothing release it if there's things with huge fan bases that are like itching to get their hands on the next installment probably don't fucking release it like i wouldn't release anything up against say diablo 4 or so i actually nah, something I you, like can, that. you can, you can um, comfortably do that diablo 4 is not gonna sell well i have an p- opinion on this that may surprise <laughs> i don't know it, so... it looks like it's going back to the diablo 2 roots there's a lot of hype and there's a lot of people very skeptical about mm-hmm. it but you know what they say it's still blizzard it yeah it's still, it's still blizzard, blizzard but those skeptics right are still going to buy that game and they're going to put some time, if not a lot of time, if it is in fact good. It, it, it's, it's, not gonna, it's not going to sell Elden Ring well, right. though. It's so not, I have a controversial, a... maybe not so controversial, maybe. I have an unexpected opinion about this. So Elden Ring, right? Obviously, yep. hella hype. No Everyone's pain. super excited, right? I don't, I don't see it, right? Like, um, 
I know Victim was super excited. I know the Dark, the Dark Souls community was super excited. I know we had that daily upload guy that was making the jokes yep. about how there's no update forever. Dude, right? I only bought so it because I saw like three people playing it on Discord, and I kept seeing like random cool bits on TikTok. I, I'm I not think gonna it's lie. a sleeper hit. Like I didn't expect everyone and their mother to play Elden Ring. I thought, oh, everyone who likes Dark Souls is going to pick this up. They're going to make a lot of noise about it, and people are going to, you know, the review cycle is going to be like, yep, it's open to world Dark Souls still dark souls and they're going to make the same bad takes about dark souls and then or maybe they'll have the foresight to put their dark souls fans uh on staff reviewing it because some outlets have those right that, that's what they did actually uh, the thing every is, outlet have, was like we need a dark souls guy staff <laughs> when you have good devs that are known to put quality out and then you say hey we're releasing the next installment of this fan love series Mm -hmm. but we're doing it with a more modern popular uh installment thing into it like Mm -hmm. open world it's going to grab attention from not just that fan base and when when it comes out there will be a few early adopters that aren't from the fan base but there's going to be a ton of the fan base Mm -hmm. and all it's going to take is that one maybe two days and then everyone's going to be like, yo, it's not trash. I'm, I'm just uh, saying, I think it's a I sleeper hit. Like, it. it's a sleeper hit that woke up a little bit before release. But it kind of came out of nowhere to some people. Right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Look at it this way. Uh, Elden Ring sold, I think, like, I forget how many millions. It was many, many millions mm-hmm. the first day. And had a concurrent player base of, like, 800,000. Well, it and it's only of- climbed over the week that uh, its first week of release. Let's hear it, Rick. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it kicked the shit out of Battlefield uh, 2042. Oh, oh fuck god, yeah. there's more concurrent players playing Planet Side than there are playing Battlefield 2142. Like they they have passed them. It's so sad. <laughs> Is that the one where people are like getting tanks and elevators and shit? That's the mm, new one. Yeah. So yeah. If you're seeing yeah. stuff from New Battlefield. Hardly anyone's that. playing it, so you're probably not seeing anything. <laughs> I, I saw a no, bunch I, I, of I'm not even joking. Like, like, initially I think concurrent players is in like the hundreds. Oh no, it's it's below Planet Side Two, just on Steam yeah. alone, not including yeah. Planet Side. And these are outside. 64 to 128 player lobbies, whereas Planet Side yeah. Two is like everyone on one server is in the same map. Right? And I saw a ton of stuff as it came out, and they, that was because people like everyone... that was because people. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily. The hype, but I mean, it again, oh, it people is a decent series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a decent series. And when you have big names in the streaming culture that are all about shooters and everything, you know, you got Tim the Tatman, Shroud. Uh, but I don't even Dr. think they disrespect. even played it. Shroud, all of the they, content they I've tried seen it. from it, yeah, have pretty yeah, they, much they probably tried been, it, but they didn't stick to it. Exactly. Yeah, long. pretty much all the content I've seen is from Shroud. And that man can sell you the worst game ever. Just like, even if you know it's bad and he knows it's bad, like he got killed by a tank that was in an elevator that he was going to ride. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, <laughs> and just started laughing. And it was like, I kind of want to go get killed by a tank in an elevator. Like, that sounds, that sounds cool. Well, it won't but... be an elevator, but you can definitely get killed by a tank in Planet Side. Yeah. 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 No, I don't well, know. Hold on. It, no, yeah, something, I was something say, to keep in mind about like, what you said, though, Sarge. Is we've parkoured that... some fucking tanks into some weird places. Yeah, so, so. But, victim, go ahead, please. But yeah, well, one thing to keep in mind, too, Sarge, though, is that Battlefield has consistently dropped the ball for like three or four games now. 
And it, it, it yeah. scorned its original player base for much longer than that. Weren't they uh, recently acquired by one of those companies that yeah. I just no, talked been, about? No, they've been owned by EA for a very long time now. Yeah. Nobody's so stealing like bad, bad company, EA. I think. It was a, it was a kingmaker for EA. Like, it made them yeah. into a position where they can buy uh, companies. Yeah. Dice. Oh, early yeah. hit. The, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, Dice and their Frostbite engine. Uh, yeah, it, it, I was thinking of Dice, but I was like, weren't they like recently acquired? Yeah, okay. I mean, if by recent you mean like a decade ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know EA up. and everybody went out, started buying shit, and they were like, oh no. And then EA hasn't, I don't think EA has done a big been, purchase in a while. They've yeah. been steadily collecting, but yeah, you're right. They have a lot but, of IPs, but I think the, the collection was like a long time ago. And they've been kind no, of. I know most them. recently. I, I'd like it's to believe EA is bleeding them. money at this point. Mm -hmm. They well, EA is being held afloat by their sports collection that just yeah. brings in more money than mobile gaming. But yeah, they're trying. But they're still trying to hit these other niche markets that is just. Well, I mean, they could throw money at it. They don't. Yeah. EA yeah. could bleed money out of every single launch that isn't a sports yeah. game and still come out in the black. You can't fight any of the 2K series games in monetization whatsoever. Oh, yeah, no, yes, you can a... with EA's other game, FIFA. <laughs> FIFA 2K. Like, it's a 2K oh, game. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Can, I was thinking of, like, 2K basketball. Like, 2K is also in the title of the game. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. 2K is in the... I don't think FIFA is a 2K game. I think they kept it separate. I don't uh, remember. I don't play them. Basically, em. every sports game is owned by EA. Um... Oh right, they they don't do 2K. They just do numbers. So like FIFA 22, but it's fucking a 2K game. It's, well, it, no, it's it not actually set people. It set the blueprint well, of 2K every other EA different. 2K game. Well, because FIFA well, was hold doing on, hold on. the, I, Rick, the specialty packs. 2K packs. is EA. It is. Yeah. Type in FIFA 22. Or no, type in. 2K. 2K, 2K is an American bad. game studio. Take Two. I don't think Take Two is owned by. No, 2K no. and Take Two are two different things. I thought. No, Take they're... Two. That's what 2K stands for. It's Take Two. They're they're uh, it's stupid. It's it's one of those subsidiary things yeah, like you have Zenimax and Bethesda. Technically, Zenimax is the parent company of Bethesda, but yeah. Bethesda existed first. No, Take Two first. Interactive is the owner of Take Two Games. Uh, they do Bioshock, Borderlands, Civilization, Mafia, the 2K series, XCOM, yep. the new ones. So, like, they've got a shit ton of things underneath them. But Take-Two Interactive is not... Yeah, no. No, it's not owned No, they EA. do they do NBA Live. EA yes. does. But yeah, they're the bad. same... Yeah, no. Okay. You are correct that 2K is what they've been modeled after. So, yes. yeah. what happened is there were the FIFA games, right? FIFA decided that they didn't really care that you played the game as much, and they started they emulating their coins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they started emulating Football Manager, but with the money involved. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you remember the Football Manager series, um, which I assume they snuffed out. Mm -hmm. and yeah, after that, they speaking uh, of, they brought. Hold on, yeah. I'm sorry. They brought uh, the Manager mode back for WWE 2K22 or whichever one's out. And people mm. are hyped on that because well, they're like so weird. WWE game is not nearly as monetized as the other ones, if I'm remembering correctly. I think it's I, specifically the sports ones. And the last one I played was 2K19, but yeah, there there wasn't like a. It, it was mostly like little bits mm. and pieces of DLC. Like yeah, pay ten bucks and now you can get like 
the old Undertaker. Yeah, but you weren't. Uh, yeah. But you weren't. Yeah, spinning the prize wheel to just play. Yeah, your yeah. Players. There was no. Right. There was no gambling. Whereas yeah. FIFA's straight gambling. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you get, even unless you get the rare Messi, you're not going to have a good team, basically. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I believe there are tiers of Messi as well. Uh, yeah. Lionel Messi. For those of you that are at home that don't know who that is, just Google. And him. Thank you. I some other know. ones. <laughs> there's some other ones that are high valued, like a uh, oh Christian Ronaldo. Yeah, they. And I'm sure that they've brought back you know long retired players to play in the big boy leagues. Mm-hmm. In yeah, their prime, I'm, I'm sure you can get like prime Pele or some shit. Yeah, but, I, I yeah. don't know, uh, but yeah, no, it's a cash cow in the way that EA can just blow money on studios and what'll and, and dice if they didn't have the frostbite engine like if they didn't have real ownership of the frostbite engine i'm sure ea would have scuttled them by now oh because uh, they uh, they had battlefield one which again i hate the redo of all of these numbering systems i think resident evil is the one that i get to blame for this bullshit um but <laughs> probably the yeah battlefield one came out uh, a couple uh, like four years ago now then the world war one theater and that my understanding of that one is it was really good battlefield um ea has also butchered battlefront and mm-hmm. uh oh god I that. i'm so mad they i feel, I feel like i have an obligation game. to point out that they did go back and fix battlefront too but the community is like as small as planets i do like it yeah, never it, they, recovered but it's well, fixed how could it um, yeah, they did fix it, and they. they I mean, they knew, they knew if they waited a year, they'd get a new game, anyways. Yeah, they didn't. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, well, I mean no, that, did, that's the joke. The, but... um, they made the uh, flight sim. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah, I guess I forgot fine. that game even existed. It's yeah. it, that's different, but it's it's, it's still using the Battlefront yeah. two flight system and hmm. uh, cards and all that. If not, so it's Battlefront two just with space combat only. Um, it's a cool uh, concept. It's what a lot of people have been wanting but again it came and went because man it, you know how hard EA when you turn has games out like that though i mean it, it's really hard to stay invested mm-hmm. i mean yeah. it's one of the reasons why i stopped playing call of duty it wasn't oh. like i wasn't enjoying the mindless fun that call of duty brings it's just i don't so, want to buy a new game every year i just don't think of all the uh all the instances of companies like attacking themselves thinking that they're doing things good what do you mean by attacking the themselves? Last, Elaborate on that. Like, like torpedoing their business. Oh, think of how fucking hard everybody in EA had to have been when they started hearing about these artesian people. Because up until then, artesian? what? Oh, yeah, right. The oh, computer. Mm, you wanted to talk about that. We still have some time. Yeah, that's right. So, so that's right. EA. Prior to this artesian thing, they were the meme. Remember, a sense of pride and accomplishment. Right, da, da, I da, love da, that. Da, da, da. One of those highly yeah. upvoted Reddit posts in history. Downvoted. Like, oh, sorry, yeah. downvoted. I think it's the most still. They they got absolutely destroyed by the internet, and they were never that. That is what killed Battlefront. Mm-hmm. A thousand right. percent, absolutely. But well, think, among it, but yeah. Think of how fucking excited all the execs had to have been to be like, ha we're not the internet history right now, because Artesian is going to take that. 
Well, to be fair, EA has been out of the limelight for that for years now. A couple I, other I companies. Don't, I don't have, think they really no, have been in the limelight for a, after that sense. Like, for example, when Cyberpunk yeah. launched, everyone hated it. Um, everyone or hated it, for but its at no point in time did they come out and be like, duh, 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 duh. and Blizzard was accusations. It wasn't mm-hmm. a, you know... Well, not this true. is our response. Um, so yeah, well, at least they're not accusations anymore, are they? Huh? Yeah. 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 I, I suppose that's fair. We don't have to call them that anymore. <laughs> so yeah. ignoring what the Blizzard execs did, there was still after Battlefront, there was still the "Do you guys even have phones?" moment at BlizzCon. Yeah. They, wasn't that before? It wasn't. No, that was after. after. It was after. No, EA's, yeah. EA's definitely come out of the limelight uh, because everything they've done wrong. They've done less wrong than somebody else in the past, like four years. Luckily, yeah, they've well, yeah, it's yeah, it's time. kind of riding under the radar lately, though. Well, right, really. like yeah. uh, you've got, you know, do you have phones? Um, what else? The the sexual assault. There's the riot games, sexual, sexual assault, assault stuff. Mm-hmm. There's the Blizzard uh, sexual assault stuff. Yeah, the you, you know everybody knows FIFA, but it's become old hat to, to bitch about FIFA. Now it's 2K because but 2K that's not literally mm-hmm. sold a casino. Yeah, right. But that's not necessarily uh, yeah. torpedoing their the, own. The blunders that Sarge is talking blizzards... about is blunders like we said something stupid, right? Yeah, like oh, uh, sure. don't you guys don't you guys have phones thing? That was kind of bad. That was but very I would bad. Still put, I would <laughs> no, nah, I would still put up the EA thing for oh no negativity like above them, that. Well, like yeah, if we put them in a list article, they hundred percent be there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, sense of pride and accomplishment would be like number one on my list for uh, bad yeah. PR takes. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I think the big difference <laughs> to me is that the pride and accomplishment post, right? It torpedoed an existing game that people were buying, whereas the Diablo one, it basically Ooh. unlaunched a game. <laughs> like, yeah, it didn't. It, the game well, didn't come out. They're like, we're gonna stop. People right there. <laughs> People were pissed mostly about that because it wasn't Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? it wasn't Diablo 4, in the, but they also had done a lot of, like, we're going to show you Diablo 4 leading up to that. The whole uh, BlizzCon was this, uh, I assume it, it was BlizzCon. Yes. It was a uh, super yeah, hype. It was super yeah. hyped for New Diablo, Diablo 4. News. Right. And then they drop uh, a Immortals really instead. shitty, yeah, they drop a really shitty yeah. trailer in the middle of it for Diablo and 4. And their capstone. Is. Was hey Tencent bought a lot of us, yeah. but also on top of that too, there was proof and leaks that had come out like I think a week afterwards that they were planning to show Diablo Four. They got it got scrapped the 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 trailer they were going to put literally that day or something like that. Yeah, because so. they uh, wanted they didn't want to detract from why, the, why uh, didn't whole thing. Oh, that's true. Why, why didn't they just say, Tencent. oh, you'll hear more about Diablo 4 later on down the road. But to tide you over, we have this. And and everyone would have been a little disappointed, but no one would have been that mad. Yeah, but it Man, should have been... I should, they should hire me to do the fucking Think, of it, think of it this way. It should have been the capstone because you're in America and everything. Like, not to say... Oh, oh mobile games should never America. outweigh... No, no yeah, noble, but, mobile game announcements should never outweigh the primary thing people showed up for mm-hmm. yeah yeah and when you're basically being like hey because this foreign company and we want to break into the chinese market and they gave us a bunch of money like don't make that the capstone 
Well, right. it, but that was before they had to say all that stuff. Uh, that was before everybody had dug into it because Tencent was still a relatively unknown for the vast majority of people. Yeah, this is one of those breakout stories nah. that really made people aware of like yes. the evils of Tencent. Nah, I, I remember just Tencent you know requiring bits of League and stuff. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. But like yeah, the majority of the market, because League, as massive as it is doesn't make headlines anymore so nobody cares mm-hmm. like yeah. we know that every month or every three months or whatever we're going to get some rebalance of champions and some skins or whatnot i'm just throwing numbers out i don't yeah. play a league i don't know yeah but, the only thing that riot really gets put in like the the light for now is since they're releasing new games mm-hmm. and new other works of media league kind of tangentially mm-hmm. gets mentioned yeah. so right. like arcane uh, they just released the Ruin King game, which apparently a is a wicked RPG on their part to do that. You know, like, so yeah, yeah. League is a, League is a solid staple for them, and uh, it, a lot of companies keep things under the radar. They mm-hmm. don't you know, like they don't announce things like that was kind of the thing. Even with the like with the Diablo thing, they announced that oh, working with our you know foreign partners in Tencent, and you know everybody who already knew who Tencent was immediately was like oh no this is bad Mm -hmm. and then they carried on with by the way we're not showing you any diablo 4 and then we're gonna insult you to your faces yeah i have a good analogy for this so like we all know diablo mortal is going to make more money than diablo 4 once they both exist it's just a fact we both we all know that maybe Um, not western money but it will make more money maybe not western money yes so (laughs) we all know that's gonna happen right and I think Blizzard knows this too, but like that shouldn't influence their announcing decisions. Just because they know the mobile game is going to make more money doesn't mean that the people going to BlizzCon want to hear about it, right? And it's that same ignorance of video game marketing and PR, right, that led to all the NFT scandals, right? Yeah, like gamers don't want to hear about NFTs, like they they just don't. They and the way they present it, you're presenting a technology that you don't understand to a group of people that mostly don't understand it. And you're not presenting it in a way that is seen as useful or effective, and you're just going to piss them off. And, right. Or, or you can do what Facebook did and try to rebrand something that already exists as being only available now through NFTs. Like, right. Zark, I, Mark. Oh, I'll call him Zark. Fuck. Mark. <laughs> I mean, that's probably his lizard name. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, man. Come on. You're going to tell me I don't know what a fucking multiverse is and, like, that hasn't existed mm-hmm. in video game before? It's well, like these motherfuckers yeah. in there heard yeah. a fucking second life, for fuck's sake. Well, or the any NFTs. MMO, for that matter. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Let's, uh, let's oh. pull back here, because I wanted oh, okay. to get on this Artesian Oh, right, thing. right, right. We need to hit oh, that up. We do. So, wait, before you do that, so TLDR, we've talked about NFTs on our show before. TLDR of the TLDR. I think they could work, but everything presented so far is fucking bullshit and probably a scam. Yeah, yeah they're go ahead. horrifically bad. <laughs> at, Poorly at used. And yeah, it could work, terrible. and not the way they presented it so far. Yep. <laughs> so Artesian Builds was one of those uh, rebuild your PC and ship it out to you and yada yada Yeah, I should companies. see what their website looks like after all this. It's so. dead. <laughs> I would imagine. They laid off everybody. It's dead. But it might be up still. The website might be there. Um, I mean, they might have paid Twitter's it. Twitter's still up. Mm. Twitter's free. <laughs> oh, six yeah. days. So to go on this charge, you're right. Six days ago, we are sad to announce that effective now, we are freezing slash suspending all activities. Ongoing is ongoing is analysis by outside counsel for reorg 
to ensure fair treatment of clients, creditors, and employees. We expect more info by month's end. We yeah. are open to assistance slash investment. So they that, that's a sweet. So record scratch. You're probably wondering how we got here. Sarge, take it away. Yeah. <laughs> so they had an ambassadorship program, right? Where basically you would sign up. They would say, oh, yeah, you got in. You can put a button on your Twitch, on your YouTube, whatever it was, that would lead people. That if they clicked it, they would go through and they might get, you know, a 2% discount, a 5% discount or whatever, right? But it's basically attaching their order and your name together, okay? And then that yeah, regular would generate that would yeah generate some benefit for you. Sometimes it's commission based or whatnot. Anyways, they were doing a giveaway of a pre-built PC. Well, pre-built to them, or not to them, to the ambassadors, right? So they were building a PC. They built a PC, and they were giving it away to their ambassadors. So they're doing they're on live stream and everything. And they go, okay, here's the moment, Brrr, drum roll, and they roll it with whatever random name number generator or whatever that they use. And a streamer called Kia Pia comes up. And this guy doesn't, this guy, his name is uh, Noah Katz. Is that the CEO, the CEO or just a host of the yeah, show? Yeah, he's the CEO, and there was another guy there. Well, he's uh, both the host and the CEO. He might not yeah. be anymore. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he looks at it and he goes, he's kind of got this puzzled look on his face. Like, I don't know that name. Right. And the other dude's like, what are you doing? Like, announce the fucking thing. You know, like he's kind of looking like, but he can't say that. It's his boss, you know, the owner of the company. And he goes, uh, it says Kia Pia, but da da da. And the other guy starts talking for a second and he's like typing away at the computer and he goes, yeah, uh, she's generated zero clicks, zero, and uh, her numbers are stagnating. She gets less than a follow a day across all of her social media, and she's under 8,000 followers, subscribers, whatever, across all of her social media, da-da-da-da-da. We're going to re-roll it. Oh. This guy... Yeah. Single-handedly, we're and just like one. One thing that, that you missed too, Sarge, is they didn't. This wasn't like part of their guidelines. They didn't. Yeah, this wasn't no, like no. anything in their rules that they had written out. This, yeah, the, the, the rule was right? that you just got to be an ambassador, yeah. and anybody yeah. can be an ambassador. Yeah, that was it. He he was basically trying to like hopefully give it to somebody big, and there were some big fucking people. Uh, like XQC. OCK. I don't know. Yeah. Throw more PCs at the problem. Like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Like, if you're a PC builder website, you have more PCs than a fucking, well, the Russian farms don't have any anymore. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, an Eastern block, uh, Bitcoin farm. Like, yeah. you've got unlimited PCs, basically, especially if, help. Yeah. You know, you can also do, just fucking hand one to a big boy yeah. streamer. Definitely should have gave it to her. Um, they didn't. Oh. They did not do that. There I don't know how he of... thought that was ever going to be a good thing. Like I don't know. Oh, because he, he's it, an it, idiot. Didn't ma- it didn't matter if they were new, old, small, big. Wait. It's one of those moments. Oh, where no, we're like... not done yet. Wait. <laughs> no, I know. I as know. as he was saying, we're going to re-roll it. Co-host man who was like holding a computer case. Maybe they were building it on stream, and they were giving the one they were building on stream away. 
or whatever is looking at him like oh fuck this is it like like that guy knew but like, he couldn't we're done we're, we're toast yeah like you this. just you just fucking nuked us from low orbit and like it's such an awkward video to watch because like you feel bad for this dude. Uh, so in the aftermath, because naturally everybody was like, fuck you guys, you know, like, and not only were it's everybody like, fuck you guys, but get enough, get loud enough and everything. And suddenly all your big name streamers are like, what happened? And they look at it and they go, oh yeah, fuck these guys and drop them. And it's funny because I didn't know any of these big streamers were partnered with Artesian builds, but I sure yeah, saw them break up either. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, right. Well, even if it's no, nothing but a PR stunt for them to be like, uh, no, we're not touching this poison. Yeah. But even mm. even on top of all that, in this aftermath, a whole lot of things came out. First of all, uh, there's a guy who does like builds on YouTube. He went out and built her this Kia Pia person, uh, a badass computer. Like he has like EVGA sponsorships like he's a big youtuber and everything he built her a f monster yeah and a couple um, other companies reached out yeah. to right. yeah cool. has, i think she's of a couple other larger youtubers i well, think she's sponsored now by cooler master yep and i yeah. highly yeah. suspect that she her, her, her uh, clicks went way the fuck up too probably oh, oh, yeah, no, she, she's like a medium tier streamer now she, she's <laughs> yeah. she went from obscurity to household name overnight yep yeah um but also in the aftermath a lot of people started sharing their stories, especially people that are very tech oriented oh, no. around. Oh. Uh, yeah, you can even Twitch. scroll back in their VOD. They had done it to other people just in smaller segments. Kia was the only oh, one that Jesus. stood up for herself. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So I didn't know that. Besides, yeah. huh. besides uh, all of that, though, more aftermath came out. People that were like YouTubers and in the tech space publicly came out and were like yeah we've had a lot of issues with these people not because they're not sending us things but our friends have purchased from them or whatnot or people have brought things to us and so on and so forth um they had massive overheating issues with their builds early on right mm -hmm. and they were like well how do we fix this and so on and so forth when people don't want to pay us the extra two grand for water cooling right because it, a water cooling setup is not too grand, but they're going to make their fucking money. Uh, they started down underclocking their GPUs by 10%. Yep. To solve this overheating issue, not, not getting better ventilated cases, not putting better fans in or anything like that. Bigger heat sinks, any of these other possible things that you could do, you know, maybe mix them. Get a better ventilated case and get a bigger heat sink on it. That might work. So you're saying artesian they, builds were less artesian and more plebeian, right? They yes. were they were a hundred percent just trying to rip people off. Plebeian builds. Yeah. Well, I mean, wow. it, it, I think it, it, I mean the I guess the piece de resistance that kind of proves that point is that after this all came out, people started digging into like their recent like issues. Turns out, right before all this shit happened, they were going through like legal issues due to tax fraud. Of course, yeah, yeah. They started getting. Uh, <laughs> so they they were being scumbags in other ways. As behind the as scenes. this blew up, not only were they uh, 
having tax fraud issues, but they got an official investigation and everything dropped on them for tax fraud by the state of California, who... Don't fuck around. Yeah, because they're one of the largest tax surplus states. I think they are the largest tax surplus state, actually, in America. New York and them switch places every once in a while. When you say tax surplus, you mean they're they're really good at shaking people down for taxes, right? No, I mean... uh, or is if, it the opposite? If the federal government is getting money and sending it to, say, food stamps and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? They still have to pay for that, right? How do they pay for that? Well, they gain from a surplus from these taxes. Mm-hmm. And they were giving more as a state to the federal government than they were taking. So think of all the people in California, right? Just mm-hmm. say there's 20, no, say there's 30 million people in California. Their tax payments mm-hmm. are higher than Their hand every, right? yeah. And it's one of the funniest things to me when you get into politics, people are like, the liberals all want handouts. And then you point out that these massive liberal states are like, the one they're actually paying. in the black in this regard, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I ones... think California should ask for more. I've been to California. There's a lot of homeless people. They, they should ask for some more money if they're in the black. Like you can, you can yeah. give more. Like <laughs> yeah, there's 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 more ways to do it, and I think uh, a lot of the problems could be solved if, mm. on a federal level, they were to say marijuana is legal. So all those businesses and shit, because if you're dealing in oh, an is all it, cash, is it still business, illegal in California? No, it's legal, no, no, no. but it's not legal federally. Oh, right. That's what you mean. Gotcha. So if I made $2 million selling it, right, and I just told the government, because you, you can fill it out on your thing, I made mm-hmm. uh, $1.5 I made a million dollars this year. I'm pocketing a million dollars cash. You can't fucking trace it. What are you going to do? How are you going to trace it? I can't mm-hmm. put it in any of the banks because the banks don't want to fuck with it. So you're just holding on to it. It's, it's like, not, all right. Because it's not uh, federally legal. Yeah. Yeah. I paid I paid my taxes on this million bucks. Damn. But you know, and I'm not saying that's what's happening necessarily. Right. You know, people for legal purposes, for the FBI agents watching, Sarge does not necessarily <laughs> claim that he does this. This is just hypothetical. I, no, I'm just saying, like, it's a very likely thing, you know? You're basically running untraced money. You don't have any de- cash deposits because the banks won't fuck with them because they work over state lines and it's not federally legal and stuff like that. So it it makes sense. But they take their taxes very seriously. That's what I'm saying. And when you're when you're bringing in legal money and a lot of it. Point is, is uh, uh, Artesian Builds picked the you. wrong state to fuck around in, and they found out, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they <laughs> definitely too, too played the fuck time. around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did a, a quick peek over to KPS channel. She is sponsored by Cooler Master, that is confirmed. They, yeah. They've got a little uh, logo in her corner. And uh, yeah, no, she's rocking 124 viewers at this hour of the day. That's not bad that's for her, for her. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I hope she goes. That's, that's partnership level. So yeah, well, I mean, she probably instantly got it. She's uh, also uh, either pro or part of the uh, Alphabet Soup community. So they uh, so 
she's just on Twitch's immediate list of automatic check of like the sponsor content, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I guess she's yeah. been streaming for right yeah, just about as long as we have. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she she started about ten minutes after us. No, that's funny. Well, I was live thirty minutes before, so we have been streaming longer. You just weren't here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I, sorry, this is a new thing that we're doing. Uh, you just haven't been around. So now that we're posting on uh, a side tube, insta- a side tube instance, a uh, serious poster. Um, yeah. I'm going live early and then hitting the record button after we're just here and ready. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I, w- I am I shilling here. for the show on Shit Poster Club, saying, "Hey, come join." I'm already live, but I'm not recording yet. And some t- we'll, we'll talk, and it's not recorded. It's fun, right? And then, yeah. I'll actually start recording, and then that recording is what gets turned into the audio file and the RSS feed um, in all places where you find podcasts, which is great. Yeah. Um, so I think we should wrap up. I was going to bring up another topic, and we didn't get to it, but I, I will be brief. So I made uh, financial decisions today. I made actually I made two financial Hold decisions on. today. Hold on. Um, let me let yeah. me just uh, hop on this Kia Pia thing real quick. Oh, okay. She she says. Uh, and her about me. I'm queer and I'm Pakistani. Awesome. Good for you. You're first impressive. of all. That's why Twitch is sponsoring that, her to the front page. No, right? <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's impressive just because like those two things do not mash, you know? Now let's let's go Does one it? more. I mean Pakistan's a first world country. Pakistan from Pakistan. Yeah, yeah. Like but it depends whether or not she's like from Pakistan, Pakistan has a lot of uh, Muslim inhabitants and Muslim right. is one of the most conservative, regressive, like you're right. gay, cut your head off type shit. Right. But I don't think those are ha- I don't think those like beheadings and shit are happening in Pakistan. Right. Also, not necessarily uh, Pakistan, but as as law and shit like they're they're one of mm-hmm. the biggest things. They they really do not like gay or alphabet people i I know uh, i get it the middle east has like uh, a a range of (laughs) negative opinions that's also something that it's wrong to like to say it's muslim alone that's people no no they're yeah they're saying they're abusing yeah like uh, yeah muslim like the muslim religion in and of itself is uh one of the most uh yeah like opening and welcoming one of the loving most loving communities yes absolutely mm-hmm. uh it's just, just the, the, the different middle eastern Arab countries that are that are majority muslim like they they behave yeah. radically differently uh well, and I, know, I don't know enough about pakistan to tell you if it's i know one of the if better places for them. i know that if you're lgbt plus uh and you're in the united the united arab emirates you're, uh, you're gonna time, have a right yeah you're that's <laughs> one of the things you uh stay in the closet with right. um but wait this gets even better Okay, but like Pakistan and Iran, like those two places, I think it's relatively okay because those are those that. are very civilized uh, compared. Okay, like very okay. modern. But wait, wait, wait! It gets even better, and by better, I mean holy fuck! Uh, I live in Texas. Whoa, yep. gay or queer, there Pakistani, are... and in Texas, bro, you you're Texas fucking playing. A... That's you, not you that's not that Texas bad. Texas is just a bunch of cowboy hats and. Yeah, racist. If you, like, if you it, live in a city, Dep- you're pretty much entirely depending away from all that shit. depending like, where you're at. But there yeah. is a ever since nine eleven, there has been a you're brown and you're not speaking Spanish. That was you're a long fucking... time ago, and Dude, I know that, there's a lot of negative yeah. press that comes out of Texas because of the 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 laws that they try to pass that their judges and their courts do not uphold. Right? Um, yeah. yeah. And 
Like right, look, there are look, places look. like Austin and there are other major cities yeah, yeah. in they're, Texas that the major are cities not are like the stereotype. No, no. They're yeah. they're heavily uh accepting. Uh but I, I live in Oklahoma and <laughs> like just just give me you know, give me a modicum of respect right. on this one. Like those three things Bro, you're fucking out there, but here's where it actually gets better. I'm just saying, okay? there's a lot of places in Texas that are a lot like Oklahoma, and you would be right, but there are a lot of places yeah. in Texas, probably where she lives, no, no, not the like cities. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I were to live in Tulsa or Oklahoma City, it would be much better for those kinds of communities. But anyways, here's where it actually gets way better. Okay. This is just the thing. Okay, so she's queer, Pakistani, lives in Texas. Holy fuck. You might as well be living in Australia, in my mind, right? Playing on heart mode. I fucking respect it. I don't know, man. I, I would. I, I don't want to go to Australia. Uh, I've never. <laughs> okay, but but here, here, she is currently in college, okay. right? And I am pursuing a degree in public relations. Holy fuck! Why? <laughs> what do you mean why think about what just happened oh my god that's right this woman she's, holy fuck she's the bro. center of a pr disaster and so she's gonna go yeah. to school to be a pr person no, that's hilarious she was, she was very likely doing this beforehand oh yeah easy well that probably is holy that would explain why she stood up for herself and and like yeah. this all happened. She probably saw the dominoes or, fall. Like, or she just time. has, you know, some respect for herself because well, yeah. that's fucked up of them to do. But like, imagine if they just gave her the computer, right? And then she gets her degree. Guess what? Artesian wouldn't have an issue with because she'd be like, "Yo, these people are dope. I'm gonna I mean, apply there because I just got my PR degree." Go PR also. Like she might just not, stick yeah, with this. not necessarily, mm -hmm. but. If she were to get the degree, she were to get the computer, and she was like, I really like this work from what I've done and everything. Bro, oh, the fucking irony. <laughs> it, it, it is actually kind of funny when you point it out. Yeah. It's like, what a coincidence. Oh, like, God, the, I have the, so much respect for this human being, except she's playing Valorant, so I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's, lost. the stars like align in such a like a weird cosmic yeah. way there that that's just kind of yeah. weird like how how that lines <sighs> up. But besides the point, one more thing I want to talk about. So I made two financial decisions today. One, I bought some solar panels. Nice, right? Because I don't like the power company. Fuck them. Like I'm, I'll, I'll make my own power company with blackjack and hookers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Honestly, did if you, you're saving money you, in the long run, fuck it, might as well. Did you buy solar panels, or did you go to one of those companies that will be like, "Yo, we're gonna come to your house. We're gonna put that shit on your roof. It's not gonna cost you anything, quote unquote, because you get like a fucking huge tax break." But do you they think get a tax break both, for installing actually. it? So there's a company. They're they're called yeah. Solgen uh, in my yeah. area, and they they do the whole thing themselves. But I own the solar panels at the end. Like, yeah, yeah, the agreement you, is very you, clear about that. I'm sure you have to cut them a fat check, but your fat check is then like reimbursed on the taxes, and then they get a fat check from the taxes. That way, they can do this. And da, actually, da, 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 da. no, the fat check goes to me because of the way we did the deal, right? And that—that's why their business is really popular. Okay, because okay, there's but... a big credit involved with taxes and getting solar panels, right? Yeah, and so if you're... they own the solar panels and leased it to me, they would get that big check, right? No, yeah, I'm getting but... the big check. 
actually. Yeah, yeah. So so you're going to get a big you're going to get a big return, right, mm-hmm. for the things, but the companies providing the services will also get a kickback and everything. Mm-hmm. But they also get that initial money that you gave them. I'm, I'm just they, pointing out it's not quite what yours, you thought. Yours is going to be <laughs> way bigger. So mm-hmm. that's respectable. I can definitely respect that, especially because over time, and if you're lucky, uh, you're going to start putting energy back into the thing, and then you're just going to be collecting checks from the power also, company. Also, uh, the, the local power company has a monopoly. This is a different company, right? Of course, the local power company where I live, right, they they also have a solar panel program, but they do the, the scummy lease thing where you don't own your panels, right? Oh, fuck those um, guys. Yeah, fuck them. Also, like, it's a monopoly. Let's bust monopolies. I, I'm always for busting monopolies. And this this power company, this new one, right, um, they um, – what was I going to say? Um they're not scummy they're well yeah obviously they're not scummy um i i I forgot what i was gonna say but i think it was related to the cost so i'm gonna own the solar panels by the end um oh right so my what i was gonna say my primary concern is that the the old power company the one with the monopoly right um a third of the power they generate comes from coal uh and that's about to be banned in washington state so yeah they're going to triple their prices uh, as demand oh, uh, does not meet supply anymore. Yeah. Uh, I just that's bought a, like a ductless heater. Uh, I, I that that sent me back eight grand. Right. Um, my power bill oh. didn't change because the rates hiked right after they installed it. So like I was expecting a cheaper power bill as my baseboard heater gets yeeted out the window. No, I get the privilege of paying the same. Uh, for my investment. That's I mean, fucking uh, bullshit. Hey, <laughs> hold on, hold on. At least, at the very least, you weren't like, yeah, buy this for eight grand, which is like a good chunk of money, and then find out that, oh, my bill is higher. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that would have been much that worse. Would, yeah, 100% worse. <laughs> I would have been very upset. Uh, and that, so, yeah, solar panels are happening. That's kind of cool. Uh, I made another financial decision today. I pre-ordered a video game. I know you're not supposed to do that, but hear me oh, out. Shit. Hear me out. Victim, hear me out. It's it's fine. You, you're 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 gonna see a reaction from me that Hold you on. don't who expect. Did, who, I who really did, hope. Uh, I really hope. My my expectation. My hope is that this game is going to pause. be the Metal Gear Rising of Final pause. Fantasy. Right. Okay. First Sarge. of all, pause. What? Who is the publisher? You said Final Fantasy, so I'm gonna assume Square Enix. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Never yeah. mind. Or well, yeah. It's publisher, <laughs> not developer. Yeah. It's Stranger in Paradise, Final Fantasy. It is a Team Ninja game. Look, it's not EA, so we're okay. So it's Team Ninja and Square Enix. They're making a remake slash retelling slash stylish totally redo of the original Final Fantasy 1. You know, like the Four Warriors of Light, Garland, Chaos, Princess Sarah, Mm -hmm. Kingdom of Corellia, right? It's all there. Final Fantasy 1. But it plays like Devil May Cry. Ooh. With online co-op, I can't do this. I can't do this to you. Tell me, Vic. Tell me, worst purchase you've ever made. It's probably gonna be the worst. Oh my god! So I played the demo, and I've heard it's changed. (laughs) Oh yeah, they they took the player feedback, and then they they released a second demo. I haven't played it either. There was no hit stun on enemies, but there was plenty of hit stun on you. So (laughs) played played more like Ninja Gaiden than it did anything. Hey, that's Um, uh, perfect. That's uh, Team Ninja's bread and butter. Yeah, but it played like it played like. (laughs) Ninja Gaiden, but you're you're playing in levels that are like the size of Dark Souls dungeons. I'm so, I'm only getting it for the story. Getting I, your 
Getting your ass beat is Garen fucking T. Victim, I am ready to get my ass beat, and I am ready to experience a subpar action game because it, I think it, the dialogue is going to make it worth it. Yeah, right, first of all, because fake, it looks up. really cringy. <laughs> It, it it really does look like they they looked at Dark Souls and thought, oh, action RPG, that's really difficult. Okay, how do we make things really difficult? Oh, let's just so, make it so they can't be stunned and they hit you really hard. There was a trailer, Sarge. It's like, no, that's not Dark Souls at all. You know Final Fantasy 1. You played Dissidia with me, right? Like, you understand the, yeah. the, the medieval aesthetic of the classic first Final Fantasy. So the trailer for this game, which is a remake of Final Fantasy, there was one of the trailers, I think it was one of the teasers, where the main character, who's just wearing a t-shirt, by the way, uh, and I think his name's Jack, um, he's, yeah, he's literally he, he's literally the Japanese recreation of what would the Americans like as a protagonist. Yeah. So he walks up <laughs> and he has some choice words with some other character. He's laying chaos. He says chaos a lot and he's like laying this down is not the on words. Steam. Hold on. Hear me okay. out. I, I bought it on Xbox, by the way. Uh, but that's besides the point. So hate you. This trailer, right? Okay. Main character man, he like he's mouthing off to some other person. I don't even know if they're an NPC or a player character or whatever. And then his phone rings. The ringtone. He has a phone. Ringtone. Limp Biscuit. Is it really? Oh Final God. Fantasy. Is it, which, is it really? I don't know if that one was real. I think it might have been fake, but I want to believe. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope it's real. Oh my God. Oh my God. I got, I got. This is going to be the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance of Final Fantasy, yeah. and I'm all for it. I can't wait to play it next this week. This is probably only a Dylan thing. Um, real quick, I, I'm probably I just clicked buy it over. Too, for the record. I just clicked over to Facebook, and uh, it did that refresh thing and showed me something. Scott Hall died. Who's that? Razor Ramon. Scott Hall, part of NWO. Oh, wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah, he, like, had just got his life kind of, like, started going, like, in the past couple years, you know, with uh, DDP and everything. He was kicking alcoholism. That's tragic. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Um, Yeah. I don't want to end on... uh, Sorry to end on such a sad note, but it's been over two hours. We need to stop the show. So, outro. Three. Well, no, it's only been two. The, The OBS tells me two, so it's only been two. Yeah. So thank you everybody for listening to the Melomancy podcast. Uh, this has been Dylan uh, and then Rick and Victim and Sarge. All four of us arrived. Uh, if you're watching the VOD, you'll notice I added Skuma Dealer's handle to the banner because I made him sign up on Shipposter Club last episode, and that was fun. Uh, yes. <laughs> we did that in the pre-show before we went live. So um, if you follow me on social media, you'll find uh, all posts about going live for the show on Monday nights. It used to be Tuesdays. Now it's Mondays. Um I try to get an audience going, which we did. We had an audience. Uh, that was kind of cool. I think we, at most we had like nine people in the room. Hello, at, darkness. Oh, some right. of them were anonymous and not talking in the chat, and that's fine. You could do that. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, so you can find me on Shipposter Club. You know that. You can find our details on Melomancy.net. Victim, what are you streaming lately? You're doing Elden Ring, right? Yep. I don't know how not to play Elden Ring. I'm addicted. Um, help. Send help. Literal 10-hour mm-hmm. streams back to back to back, and I... It's to a point that I, my health is declining, and it's it's not healthy. <laughs> you gotta finish well, it, man. Finish the fight. You gotta. What would Master Chief do? Yeah, you gotta. You gotta do? go out there and explore more and find stuff. And if that doesn't work, come help me because I found these two bosses, and I've only seen that it's actually two bosses <laughs> one time because this dude fucks me up, which is weird because I'm 
I should be pretty fucking tanky. But there is no not. point in time where bosses can't own your ass. In, in oh no! Dark, mm -hmm. like Dark Souls rule. Souls game. Yeah. If they yeah. if if they can swing at you, they can kill you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of Monster Hunter. So Sarge, you're you're addicted to Elden Ring too. But like, have you been streaming lately? No. Uh, my internet. I tried to stream a while back ago. I was playing a lot of Need for Speed. This was fuck probably like two years ago at this point but i was having a lot of uh lag issues and everything and i tried to stream something just a couple months ago and it was like super broken up however i do have a internet project running right outside my house that's uh mm -hmm. from the local native nation and they're partnering with some people that offer really crappy wireless internet but they're doing it through fiber and it's literally at the top of my driveway and i messaged them i was like i don't know if you're going to be servicing out here because it's called a different project for a town further out west and they were like oh yeah no we're definitely going to be servicing there i was like cool because you got a fucking access box <laughs> literally on the easement at the top of my driveway and i was prepared to be extremely disappointed <laughs> Yeah, like, sign, you gotta get that shit squared away, man. Sign that up. You, you sound really clear yeah. today, so obviously clear weather for your what satellite internet, where the fuck you have. It's uh, not satellite. It's uh, feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> it. I actually have a pretty good down, consistent, uh -huh. but my up is what's inconsistent, and I'm hoping that with the fiber line running in, that they'll be offering packages that I can get a better than a 25.3, which is what they offer on the wireless from this company. Well, once and you're then, able to stream, that way. I'll, I'll be happy to, to hear about your schedule and, and talk about it in our show outros for the, for the podcast. Otherwise, yeah, uh, everybody listening, you'll, you'll see us again in two weeks unless something happens, I guess. You can uh, find me on Shakespeare Club and Twitter at yeah. Sarge the Barge or Sarge the Barge. Which one's which? Uh, shit poster club is the, the, and then Twitter is the duh, Twitter and that's gonna the, throw people off, and that sucks. And I think that was a character limit, mm. or yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a character limit. Mistakes were made, but that's For all sure. right. All of our contact info is actually on the, the, the contact us page on our website, by the way. Um, and then Rick, he's yep. in our Discord. All right, bye, everybody. Yes. <laughs> bye. bye bye.